And knowing him now, that goes straight to his heart. I mean, his head whoop, right oh, up. You know, he loves that. Huge fan. And so he's like, "Well, that's that's great." You know, I tell you that. The Wandering Dutchman Podcast. This is in depth with the Dutchman, the only interview show where it's the conversation that matters most. I'm Casey, joined here on the couch by Big Mace. Sitting to my left, way over there, is our boy Smoke. And our guest today on In Depth is 14 WFIE News. What's your official title? Reporter. Reporter. Mitch Carter. Yeah. Mitch, welcome to the program, man. Happy to be here, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. Welcome to the lounge, brother. By the way, this is the first time a couple of these guys might have been called gentlemen before, but (laughs) it's all new. It's all new. We appreciate it, though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So welcome aboard. Welcome to Smoker's Lounge. What's your uh, first impression of Smoker's Lounge? I'll tell you what, you guys have done the place up real nice. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I pulled up a lot of cars, (laughs) entered a garage. It's warm in here. I'm surprised by that. It's cozy in here. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. For insurance purposes, that's not there, and that is edited in later. Sorry. No, it's just for aesthetic purposes. Yeah. 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 Lighting. Christmas lights. It's a great green screen thing. (laughs) You didn't hang a single Christmas light. Yeah. So, but no, that's good. We're glad you came up. We, uh, when we kind of start this aspect of the show, we wanted to find local people that do a lot of interesting things. Um, I'm sure you know we sponsor an athlete, Chase Bland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he was our first interview. Uh, we're training for the Carmel Marathon. And yeah, by we, we I mean he. We're <laughs> and Arlo. And Arlo. Oh, yeah. Arlo's doing the 10K. Arlo's doing the 10K. Although I asked him how training was going, and he kind of gave me that not well look. So we might be carrying Arlo across the finish line. Yeah, we'll I'm see. training really hard, guys. Yeah. Okay. Really. I have another ranch water, pal. Uh, yeah. So now we got you on board. It's just. Uh, we were kind of excited about it. You've got an interesting background. Yep. So for the Wanderers that may not know you, uh, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm from Huntingburg, so a local guy. I live in Evansville now. I, like you said, I work for uh, WFIE 14, so I work for 14 News in Evansville, uh, NBC affiliate. If that matters to anybody, hell yeah, oh, it does. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> you see that chest puffle? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, uh, Southridge kid, uh, did all that stuff. Uh, some of you guys might remember I was on the state championship team. No, I was puff, hoping you, know? you were going to uh, say, hey, yeah. hey, two state champions <laughs> right, right here. Yeah, state champion coach. State, state champion coach. State champ. <laughs> Not a player. Uh, graduated from there, went to Ball State, played football up there for uh, four years, and here I am in the lounge. So, Bingo. So you graduate. So that state team at Southridge was what, 2017? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it. Uh, the famous saying by Tucker Shank. You don't. Is it was you, Tucker? Wasn't it? You no, it was the it was the um, it was the commentator on AHS TV. You don't go to the dome to tie. You yeah. go to the, or you don't go to the state championship to. Uh, I don't know what you say, Lucas Oil. I don't. You know. don't go to Lucas Oil Something to like tie. That was a really memorable quote. It yeah. was. You don't go to Lucas <laughs> Oil to tie. You go to Lucas <laughs> Oil to win. <laughs> to win, which they did, which is cool. Two point uh, conversion. Yeah, that's a big play. Right. Um, so Ball State, yep. what uh, I assume journalism of some kind of Ball State. Uh, yeah, so I actually uh, I studied newspapers at college, and uh, it's kind of a kind of a wild story. We can get into it more later, but uh, you know I studied newspapers, and kind of my last semester of school, kind of lucked my way into some TV stuff, like a capstone course. Well, I mean, look at your your jawline. You yeah. have a very, cheekbones, very pronounced jawline. For hey, he, is no for t- <laughs> he is a good looking we're son voices, of a buck, We're faces boy. for radio, but this guy. He's a good looking son of a buck, I'm going to start man. blushing him. It's early for that. Well, it could uh, be that or the heat in here. It's yeah, right, one. right, right. 
uh, green screen fireplace. But um, yeah, so I kind of lucked my way in like my last semester doing some TV stuff. Uh, I can tell the story now if you guys want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we do. So, uh, so I, uh, like I said, studied newspapers my last semester, my senior year. I was in this uh, TV thing. You had to sign up to do different jobs. So I like ran the prompter, ran the cameras, whatever, stuff that it was easy, A. Eh? Yeah. And uh, twice a person signed up to anchor didn't show up. So I got to anchor twice. So oh. I had like two clips of me anchoring and uh, did some packages or whatever on my own where I'd kind of turn stories for the uh, news link, which is like Ball State's news media type deal. Right. And uh, they have this kind of career day type thing where different news stations will come up. Well, 14 News shows up. And uh, so it's my news director now, Joe, and then our morning anchor, Tanner Holbrook. And I didn't know either of them from Adam, right? Right. And so I sit in there full suit. I'm all gussied up after football practice in the morning. I got my hair all done. You know, I took my earrings out. I really, really wanted the whole nine yards. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting in there and they do their little spiel or whatever. And it kind of dawns on me like, oh, it's, it's October. I graduate in December. I should probably like find a job. You know? yeah. And so uh, <laughs> Joe stays in there and people, so I had missed this like two days before or whatever. I couldn't come to class because we had traveled to a game or I had practiced something like that. And they had signups. We could talk to these news directors and no one told me. So I just wasn't signed up. I'm about to graduate. And I did. No one told me. So right. I wasn't talking yeah. to anybody. No one had me had my reel, anything like that. And so I was like, well, I got to make something happen here. So Tanner goes upstairs to talk to a class of freshmen and I follow him. And I go in the class, these kids in these hoodies and sweatpants. I'm in a full suit in the back of the class with these freshmen, watching him give the same speech. <laughs> <laughs> and 50 minutes or so wraps up. He walks out, and I stop him, like, hey, listen, I had to talk to you. I'm, I'm from uh, Dubois County. He's like, oh, no kidding. I was like, yeah, I'm from the area. I was like, I had to tell you. I, they, she'd kill me if I didn't say anything. My mom, huge fan, loves your work. My mom's, no, dad didn't watch the news, didn't know him. <laughs> But he doesn't know that. And he knows this story now, so it's all right. I was going to say, you're just dropping this dead ass line. He loves this story. But uh, <laughs> so I told him that, and he's and knowing him now, that goes straight to his heart. I mean, his head whoop, right oh, up. You know, he loves that. I'm a huge fan. And so he's like, well, that's that's great. You know, I tell you, I mean, do you have any, any uh, like a reel? Do you have any work? And I was like, well, what do you know? I sure do. So I take him back downstairs, <laughs> show him clips of me doing stuff or whatever. How convenient. And he's like, well, do you want to talk to our news director? And I said, I sure do. Cut like four people in line that had already signed up. Just cut them. Went in there and talked to him. Got his car, got their cards, ended up talking to him. And I was the uh, quote from my boss, personality hire. I had no, I had, I had zero, zero work experience in that. Like I had done, like I said, did newspapers. I didn't really do a lot of TV stuff. So right. he watched me work. We, I zoomed with like the team or whatever. And, you know, we talked on the phone a couple of times and he was like, yeah, I mean, we'll offer you. And I was like, hey, great. See you there. See you in January. So tying that up on TV. That is bad. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. So newspapers, mm -hmm. um, we're out on newspapers. We're out. To yeah. a certain extent. We are well, anti anti local newspaper okay. podcast. Well, okay. well, that's to a certain strong. extent, it that's is. strong to a degree. But you grew up in the area. You remember what a certain paper that came out of Jasper used to be, and yep. it's just not that it's anymore. Straight trash. Oh, I'll say it. Gosh. I'm dropping nukes. Well, hey, why not? Nukes. Yeah. So so news like why news like did you want to write stories? I'll and I'll, I'll answer this one for him. Is it, do we have to drink since I interviewed? Since yeah. I, uh, well, is it, oh, is that a carryover? Well, this <laughs> would be, yeah. So I have a really bad problem with uh, or like uh, interrupting people. So, so how I, in the business fine. do you train people to stop doing that? Because we could use those tips. <laughs> that, that's, you got to let them ride. <laughs> yeah, you, so you yeah. got to let them ride. That's part of the process. So yeah. you did a story 
when you were still in college mm-hmm. about uh, it was about was it multi sport athletics or some some it yeah. was it was on know, the Mitch slap it, it was it was yeah, a my Mitch little slap. My own little column yeah dude and like I just remember when that came out how much publicity that article got mm-hmm. and, and like you. You're you're a wordsmith, bro. Oh, you like the way you that. got the way. You, I'm not I'm not trying to tug you or nothing here, but you, <laughs> you can you can lay it down and, and you can that that was a really really good article. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, man. And it well, and that's and it, I was doing a little research today, mm-hmm. and I was looking, and I remember seeing that article, mm-hmm. and then going back and reading it. Kind of what was the inspiration behind it? You know, now I mean it's been not that long ago now, but I'm, I'm honestly I can't super remember. I know. So, you know, doing the college football thing, you've got zero time, right? I mean, like, it's a a 40-hour week plus job, basically, in school. And I worked as well. So I was real busy. So I didn't have a ton of time to write. So I ended up kind of moseying my way into the uh, opinion section of the newspaper. It was the only one that was open when I walked in the door. So I hopped in there and wrote for them, had my own column. And so I did a bunch of football stuff. Uh, My first story ever was on the transfer portal. It was a different guy. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I think his name was Brock Hoffman, I believe. Kid from Virginia Tech. Yeah, his mom had like a surgery or whatever, and he tried to transfer to be with her, and they wouldn't let him play. Wrote about that, and then wrote about some other stuff. And uh, that multi-sport thing, I believe, was... I think I'd read something or another. I'd seen this, that, or third on social media about like all these kids doing like individualized sports and you know tearing up elbows whatever starting to hate it you know so that's i guess that's kind of what inspired that all those years ago and i think with the kids in the sports these days like i think you're seeing more and more of that and Mm -hmm. and i think that's what i mean in my opinion of course i think that that's something that you want to stay away from is the single sport athlete you know what i mean like i was a multi-sport i think everybody pretty much besides Smoke dog, you know he was a big horse yeah. guy. Single sport, just just horses. horse riding and belt right. buckle yeah. guy. FFA sure. and you know 4H Heard and that. all that jazz, <laughs> you know. But multi sport athletes, I mean, it just makes you tough, you know. Yeah. So what was it? Not to jump. Well, we're gonna no, jump back fine. and forth, but like going to play because you have a lot of kids that talk about wanting to play sports after high school. Right. What is that? What is that like when you go as a walk on to Ball State? You probably graduate Southridge at what six foot six one six foot yeah. two no, no. one ninety five. Mm. This is so. What was it like going? You know, six foot six one one ninety five to a mid major college football program, mm-hmm. Division one, where you're playing with guys that are running four four forties, guys that can. They could put smokers lounge on their back and squat it. Like, right. what's that first day in the weight room like? Uh, so you know, you realize quickly. I walked in there, and everyone's great. You know, I, I, a bunch of those guys I'm still friends with and everything. But you walk in, and very quickly you realize you were surrounded by specimen. Yeah, I mean, there, and it's it's one of those things when you get there, you know everybody's a state champion or everyone was like the best player at their school all state you know yeah. everyone's all state everyone's all conference those things don't matter right. you know and you, and you meet guys i you know i've got a couple it's cool though i've got a couple of friends now you know in the league or you know our quarterback drew plitz in the xfl now one of our corners antonio phillips in the xfl now both doing really well uh caleb huntley i was really cool with one of our running backs played for the falcons scored some touchdowns this year that sort of thing so it's neat that to know really uh, cool. danny yeah. pinner for the colts we were cool played for us uh so you meet a bunch of cool guys but then yeah. you think you know, here I am coming from Honeyburg, Indiana, about six foot, about 195, walking in there. And, you know, Danny Pinner, who will go on to play in the NFL, is 
every bit of 6'4 and hefty. You know what I mean? There's guys hefty, in there. Hefty. Not even him. There were other guys. Portly feller. Uh, you know, clean impression, 315, like a oh, bunch of animals in there. You know, I saw guys squat well over 500 when we max out. You know, just some real, mm-hmm. real animals in there. And dudes could, they were strong. They could run. They could jump. Jalen Turner and I were really cool. We played a guard for us, if I remember right. And I, we went out there and we were freshmen together. He's about this much taller than me. And about this much bigger than me, and we're warming up, and he's doing uh, back handsprings at about 325, <laughs> <laughs> and doing cartwheels Jesus and flips and whatnot. Christ, so you know, you're uh, you're surrounded by some yeah. some ballers, some dudes. Yeah, you know, so that's a it's a little bit of a, a culture shock. Yeah, if you will. G- guys who probably like the genetics is, Correct. is totally different. Correct. Yeah. yeah, dudes who like didn't really eat all that great, shredded to the bone. I mean, six pack year round. Fast, could run, jump, never got hurt, all that sort of stuff. So wow. that's, that's pretty cool. You see what's these? that? What's that like? I mean, going through. I mean, I'll toot Southridge's horn a little bit. Sure, solid weightlifting program. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, put a lot of time and effort into the weight room. Uh, I know Southridge football players. That was always a huge thing mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you know, however many years ago, I won't <laughs> right. divulge right. my age, but we really busted ass in the weight room sure. and stuff like that. And I know it's a trend, and it was something that Southridge always really took took pride in you know to 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 get in the weight room and get after it was it were there similar things that you did as at the college level what's it like to actually have somebody that is a wizard at that kind of thing and like what what results did you see well i mean the what was great about southridge you know that you're bringing up with the weightlifting program was it I was super, super prepared just for the the cardio aspect of it because we right. did so much stuff and like right. the toughness side of it. A lot of stuff, especially when you're a freshman, you're in what's called a developmental lift where you're not playing, you're red shirting, and they're really trying to make you as big and as strong as possible. The whole the whole goal they always said was by Christmas you want to go home, you don't want your family to recognize you. That's kind of the idea. And I left by Christmas, big trapped out, weighing went from 195 to about 220 wow. in a couple months, you know, and. Uh, it was it was interesting, <laughs> you know. But yeah. I will say the Southridge stuff really helped me out a lot. But what really sucks is you know you spend all these years weightlifting, and I go in there, and one of my friends, DT Stevens, uh, came from Georgia, I believe, maybe Florida, said he never touched a barbell in his life, and oh, then squatted four hundred five playing corner. <laughs> so you get it's just not fair, you know. There's yeah. a, <laughs> but you know you, you see stuff like that, and, and it clicks. You know, you're like, okay, yeah. Genetically, I'm not predis- predisposition like that. I got to go hard because yeah. that's that's your only chance yeah. to see anything. Yeah. So. So, what's a favorite? And I know we don't want to talk about that the sports side too much, sure. but like what like what's a favorite? I, well, let me ask you this: Do you think there's a lot of kids from Southridge that play, or a lot of the local area schools? There's a lot of talent in in this area mm-hmm. that could take that walk on role and have those experiences, but kind of i don't want to say settle but almost kind of not want to put themselves out there like i mean is that kind of your experience in that like obviously you had to put yourself out there right i'm sure hanover <laughs> wanted you to come play sure franklin wanted you to come play mm-hmm. yeah um those name, are the schools that na- were recruiting me when i was <laughs> name another one that would want you to come to play but you decide hey i'm not going to do that i'm going to put myself out there on the d1 level like right. what's that like uh, you know, it's uh, I, I, I don't recommend this at all, but I was definitely one of those kids. Uh, you know, and like I said, I, I vehemently, if children are listening that play sports, I wouldn't recommend this route per se, but I was very much of the D1 or bus mentality. That was kind of my oh, thing. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I wanted go that. big or go home. When I was a kid, that's what I wanted, and then so on and so forth. So making that happen was awesome, but getting there, whole different ballgame. You know, the, yeah. the recruiting scene, especially coming from a place like this where the schools are smaller, 
you have guys who are super talented, but they're not getting the exposure of, say, someone at Cathedral or Center Grove or Ben yeah. Davis Indianapolis School or even a different state. You know, you've got – you're at a disadvantage prematurely just from being in a smaller school just because, you know, talent or not, comparing it to the opposition you're going to face, you're going to look – that they're just gonna take that into account. You know, you're playing yeah. schools that aren't six A. You're playing schools that are two A, three A, right. that sort of thing. Right. So it's definitely an uphill battle for sure. Uh, I remember me coming out of college to get my uh, walk-on offer. I think I emailed. I told the story before. I think I emailed every coach on the staff two or three times. And finally, they were like, "All right, man, damn, come visit." Persistent bastard. I think my profile said about six three, about two ten. No, but I showed up and I was already there. I drove four hours, and so they were like, "Hey, man, we're out of scholarships. You want to walk on?" And I said, "Yep. See you. See you in August." So that's know. crazy. That's how we so got there. That was that was one question that I had wrote down too. It's like, what what made you, or when did you decide? as a kid or whenever mm-hmm. that you had aspirations to play college football like when did you when did you want when did you want to do it i you know i mean like it's one of those things i think every kid ever is like yeah i want to play in the nfl i want to play in college oh, yeah. or whatever but i think when it really started like getting real for me i think it was probably like a sophomore year high school type deal like really starting to play varsity reps and everything as a sophomore oh, and i yeah. was like hey you know this is this is all right i'm not too bad at this you know and then Come junior, senior year, you start going to camps, sizing other guys up. You know, I got to, I went to Purdue for a camp. I got to go to Harvard. I went to a camp there. That was really cool. Went to yeah. Western Kentucky, did all that sort of stuff, which is really neat. And then, like I said, you go to those places though, and you see the uh, the specimen of the world tearing it up out there. And oh you're like, gosh. you know, that's yeah. when you're like, all right, let's uh, let's think mid major maybe. Let's let's drop from the Big Ten. Let's uh, yeah, let's, let's go somewhere a little different. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I like it. Well, now that's Smoke Dog. You got anything? No, I'm not yet. I'm just. This is awesome. He's taking it all. Yeah. Uh, he's, it all yeah. he's got it. Don't worry. There'll be some zingers come. Did you so, did you say wait. Harvard? Yeah. Wow. Went to a camp at Harvard. Awesome. That was cool. Super Long cool. drive. Me and uh, me and old Chad Dad. Yeah. Took the Mazda up northeast. <laughs> that was cool. So when you were at Ball State, was uh, Kyle Sager there? He had left just before I just did. Just before but you did. It was it was neat to say like oh, I'm from. Southern from Honeyburg and guy, older guys are like, hey, yeah, we know a guy. You know, yeah. dudes love Kyle. They love Kyle. Is that right? Well, yeah. that's, I mean, you look at his profession now because I think he's at LSU, right? Still Something at LSU. Like that, yeah. And doing, you know, that strength and strength conditioning. Stuff, yep. First off, you got to be yoked out of your mind <laughs> and not afraid to <laughs> get in there was. and lift. And second, you got to be a high energy, high motor guy. Right. Um, because that's, I mean, that's what those positions. That's SEC right. football. Well, and what they really don't tell you, and it makes sense, you'll hear them talk about it on broadcast, but they're like, you spend more time with your strength and conditioning guys than you do the old ball coach. Oh, yeah. Like Nick Saban's not coming down to watch you squat. Not I mean, every if day. You're at Alabama. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if there's issues they got to address, I mean, I'm sure they do, but, sure. you know, your strength and conditioning guys, I think that's what a lot of programs struggle with or have success is based on. Their strength and conditioning guys. Oh, yeah. and those are some of the guys I miss the most. I actually wanted to talk. I'm glad you brought that up. We had a guy, uh, Robert Schmidt from New York, had these little little bitty guy, probably five eight. I might be might be shorting him there. If you're listening, sorry. Uh, real if meaty. Not, reach out to him. He yeah, might. Yeah, he'll love yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Guarantee you, he'll real, love this. Real real meaty little hands. 
and you know you'd go to hit a max out lift and he'd smack you and leave a well for three weeks and he's always in your face yelling at you with no his little way. accent that's awesome he ended up leaving and uh coaching high school i think for a while he was like digging pools or something I haven't haven't i lost, lost contact with him but i miss him digging a lot he's a good guy but uh we had him we had a uh, ben armors the head strength coach there great guy uh and said the same thing you know like you know got to know us all really well because you spend more time with them than your actual coaches you know well and they have to know like they have to know how to motivate you to do right. what they want you to do and if you if a guy like yelling and screaming at a guy is not going to work he needs to know that like if hey let's go let's go you know quiet in there like it's interesting right. coaching like i think it's just weird i do a lot of coaching mm-hmm. you know big mace does a lot of coaching That's too. Right. you know yeah. big coach over here mm-hmm. but like i think like not one mm-hmm. thing for every kid's the same sure. like coaching smokes kid yeah you really don't have to get on smokes kid you don't. He just, just does he, it. He just does it. But then there's other down and gets after. Then it. there's other kids where it's just like it feels like you spend ninety percent of the practice talking to. <laughs> what's it's unreal? What's different about the college game that I noticed right away as well is it's it's a business in the sense of like if you're not getting the program, see ya. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's there's like twenty five guys exactly. waiting outside. And there to get there in are your people spot. trying out in October that are in you know Sigma Apple Pie down the road that want to play real bad. And they'll yeah. take your spot if you let them. Yeah. You know, so it was very much. Uh, do it or get out unless you unless you are you know the top one percenter who can maybe get away with a little bit more because yeah. you're some kind of stud you you got to get with you it. can only yeah. get away with what your talent will allow. correct yeah right. that is a very very mm-hmm. true thing yep right so you get done so you start at 14 mm-hmm. back in what 2020 uh 2022 actually 2022 january, january yep. 2022 just hit a year and uh, Congratulations! Thank what's you, the first you. day of work like when you roll down to the old news station? <laughs> well, as the personality hire, you know, I. We didn't hire you because you're smart. Cause but you're we figured like afterwards, you are a good looking sound, bitch. Yeah. Let's yeah. get this kid in. At here. the very least, we'll train you. Uh, the first probably two weeks, I was I lived at home after college and commuted, so I was driving an hour ten each way, which was fine. But you know, the first couple weeks, it was just brutal what did i get myself into because they're all seasoned and everyone's great they're all real nice and everything but they're working with the cameras i don't know anything about the cameras because i didn't i did one film class in college i almost failed because i just didn't care because I i'll be writing i don't care yeah should have should have listened better <laughs> yeah. uh, man. hey it's kind of like mason casey they don't know anything about cameras either yeah. right guys yeah, yeah. right just call uh, the personality uh, hires yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah, what you yeah. guys are i know that you push play uh-huh and then you well, let record her eat. first. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you even messed that part up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love you, buddy. So it's uh, like it's. I mean, it it's what it is. My first day. They're talking about ND filters, and you got to rack focus. Do this, that, and I. Yeah, tear it up, man. Sounds I'm, rack, great, I'm watching. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. Should I look at that one with the light yeah, on, or that exactly, one with the light exactly, on, or yeah. that one with the light on? And make on. sure not to read the question mark at the end. I'm not <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But what was great though was they. They were super good about, you know, uh, knowing my position that I was in with my skill level, if you will, starting out. They were really kind to me, let me kind of definitely get a handle on things. Really kind of threw me to the wolves, if you will. So right. it was cool, though. But those first couple of weeks, whew, it was a lot. I had a couple a couple nights I get home be like, what am I doing? Right. Like, this is personality so, or not. This is a lot. So, so how does that work as the personality hire? Sure. Where... At what point are you assigned a role? Or, like, how do you know, like, going into it, right? you, you gave him these little clips of, you know, these absolutely golden mm-hmm. uh, anchor mm-hmm. reels, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So what, what, what? how does that shake out to where you're going and, and, and where your canoe's going to point? So, you know, I, I knew 
showing up that I was working for the TV. I didn't know. I'm technically a multimedia journalist. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. So I told my yeah. yeah. What is that? Oh, I told my family I was I'm gonna be on TV sometimes. Not realizing it was gonna be every night. You know, playing around. (laughs) Like I said, I really went in blind, right? And so they're teaching me about the camera and all that. They're like, yeah, you know, you'll turn turn a story every day. You'll be live pretty much every night. And I was like, oh. Great, <laughs> you know, oh, sweet, can't good wait. Deal. You know, sounds good. Uh, but you know, as as time kind of went on, they kind of put me out there, let me kind of shoot my own stuff and all that. Started editing my own stuff, and then did a lot of work behind the camera, you know, off camera, use my voice and all that, but yeah. not my face. And then I think it was probably a month and a half, two months. They're like, all right, man, hey, you're going live today, and I was like, oh, can't wait. You know, here we go. But it was cool. So, so you know how to edit, huh? I do. I'm a one-man band pretty much every day. I shoot my own stuff, edit my own stuff, put it together, go live alone. So how would you like to be a part of how the Wondering like Dutchman to work for the Wondering Dutchman <laughs> podcast? We will get there, you a great beer sponsor. Remote yep. positions available, maybe? Certainly. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, they can send the files over. What's that called, Arlo? Oh, yeah. Is that the internet? Is that what that's called? Yeah. They can the send internet. that in those different... Yeah, we can figure it out. Right. So a multimedia journalist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you do write some stuff, because yeah. 14... 14 kind of does a little bit of everything. Sure. And for those listeners that are out of the tri-state area, you know, 14's a new station down mm-hmm. in Evansville. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Evansville or Henderson? Evansville. You guys are in yeah. Evansville. Yep. And their website is great. It's got a lot of stuff on it. But you've got some written articles. Mm-hmm. And then you've got some pieces where it seems like you've gone out and you've shot a video. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of, like you said, using your voice behind it. Right. And then, like you said, there's some where you push play and then you're standing there reporting yep. you know the other day i think it was flooding and yep. you were on scene in mm-hmm. the 14 wfie interceptor right oh sunrise shift baby that's a 2 a.m star that's All brutal right. oh. so were you okay the other night the other day we had a batch of severe storms mm-hmm. that came through mm-hmm. and were you by chance with is there a dude named jordan there is it's my roommate okay so he was in the interceptor were you with him? No, I was not. Out I by think I know USI, what you're talking about. When Jeff yelled at him and a little Jeff bit. And Jeff was like, I think you need to turn around <laughs> turn strut, stop. And, and get back now. Yep. So, Because he kept saying, we are, we are yep. here, we are, we are. Yep. And I thought subconsciously, because we're, we're at the shop right. listening to all this shit you know, going down. And I'm like, man, I bet freaking parties in there with him, dude. Like, <laughs> I guarantee you. So the yeah. way like the Interceptor works is you get a, a photog, which is like a video journalist. So right. they, they do everything except for go on camera. And they'll drive you around, and there's all these mechanisms in the car. You can flip the camera to the dashboard, the roof, to yourself, and you're touching the button. You're in control of everything the whole time, and they'll just cut to you, and you talk or whatever while this guy drives. You can't see him, but he's driving. So right. I think it was uh, Brian Sissel that was driving him at okay. that point, but it wasn't me. But I, I did it in the morning, so I was the uh, the sunrise guy for the Interceptor. That was a blast. Nice, yeah. man. So the... Um Different shifts, so you said sunrise. So, mm-hmm. kind of what, like, what is that? Like, what is because I mean, the news there's not quite 24 hours. Sure. You figure it's early morning to what the nightly news 10 o'clock, at 10. Yeah. Yep. So, kind of what are those shifts look like? So, there is someone in the building, I think, at all times. There's at least one person in there. There's like a master control guy, but uh, the sunrise shift, you start at about three, so you're up at about hmm. two. My, my, I'm normally a day shift guy, so I go in about nine and then I'm done by. Depending on a live shot, six thirty, seven ish usually, give yeah, or take. And the evening bad. shifts like two to ten, two to ten thirty after the show's over, that sort of thing. Right. So it's split into normal person shifts just at weird hours, if you will. So Got it's it. split into blocks. So yeah. in the in the building, is mm-hmm. there a little bit of a rift between like 
you news people, the sports guys, the weather folks? Yeah. Like, do you look at the sports people and like you guys are just a bunch of dumb want to be jocks and like I actually was one like you know the weather people yeah you got the fancy degree but you're wrong sure. like 90% of the time like <laughs> what is is there a little inner inner office rivalry no nah, I mean, every, everyone's everyone's pretty cool we all kind of you know work together do our own things uh, I got to do a little sports segment this year in football season I did uh, in the huddle with uh, yeah, Tamar Share, our sports director so I did that with her that was cool and then uh, weather folks you know you don't see them a ton they're back in their little weather cave playing so with numbers the and graphs. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> but they're they're pretty cool. You know, Byron's great. Arden's great. Jeff's great. Love them all. They're awesome. Because cool, Jeff's man. been there forever, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So has Byron. Byron's Byron been there for years. A couple tri-state years. treasures. Yeah, tri-state treasures. That's what they call nice. them, man. A couple cool. vets. That'll be you someday. I hope so. <laughs> so those guys, like, those guys, what's it like when you're the new guy there and you obviously know these people and you're sure. just like... And you've been watching them forever. Right. You know, because you're from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like guys like Randy Moore, me and Randy are really cool. There's no reason for them to be nice to you. They don't know you. They have never seen you before, but right. they're all great. That's cool. You know, it, I, it was neat coming in like that. Is but. some of it like they, somebody was like they were once in your shoes and that's kind of how they feel about it. Like somebody lended me a hand when, you know, it was like you were drowning and they're like, hey kid, just do this. Like, hey. All right. And they probably learned something from, you know, because they're in the old age of doing you know, television and the technology has right. changed a lot. Right. So even though you're a newspaper guy, <laughs> doing multimedia, I mean, it's sure, changed sure. though, right? No, they learned some things from you young kids. Well, you know, I show up and they're teaching me how to like do the news and I'm teaching them slang I learned in college. <laughs> so like, oh, there's, a, there's, a white, there's a whiteboard in the office titled The Missionary because I was just saying stuff I always say and none of them knew what I was talking about. <laughs> the Missionary. So they started translating for me. You got to give us some examples. Yeah. Uh, I got a picture on my, uh, my work Instagram. Uh, so there, you know, there's a there's a couple examples like uh, you guys might not like this one, but uh, my dogs are barking. You guys familiar with that one? Your feet right. hurt. See, yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah, I got thank you. you. But they all said it means your feet smell. That which was a weird. No, no way. way. Right, that's, your feet thank hurt. You. Thank you. No, yeah. I, see, like I you get like, like we a, at, at work, blue collar work. You know, you get a brand new Here, pair of boots. See, look at that slander. Hey, you're, <laughs> you get a, a new pair of work guy here. I am. Yeah, I got this soft guy, little hands. Yeah, no, don't don't <laughs> let it start over here. <laughs> you get a brand new pair of work boots and you get out there, man. At the end of the day, Jesus, my dogs are barking. Dogs are barking. Bro. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I get it. I got you. I got about one bar out here, but this loads. I'll show you guys. Uh, but you know, it's all kinds of stuff on there. I say like slime a lot for friend. That was new to them. They didn't like that one right away, but they're it's growing on. Now what you know? slime? Yeah, you guys. You know that's a college thing, fresh out. Stuff like that. No see, way. I just learned what like bet. Like when people say, yeah, that's, bet, a, that's see, I'm not a, I'm not big on the bet. That's a, that's bet. all right. Yeah, like my kids say that a lot. Oh my god, like what? That go, means like, go, like okay, hey, you want chicken nuggets for supper? Bet. Yeah. Like yeah. Kind of. You've really never heard like, like dead ass. <laughs> Similarly, <laughs> you yeah, ever heard yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like dead god. ass. Yeah. That means like like I am not old enough to have a conversation about needing to know the god dang. If I had, to, I I think I took I took young smoke home from from middle basketball. Smoke, middle smoke. Middle smoke. Yeah. Middle smoke. And I'm if I had you, to hear him wild say, bill in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to hear the word bruh one more time, dude, I was gonna lose. I stray away from bruh. But, I was gonna uh, lose my mind. Know. So just different little things, I would say, and they just yeah. they like that. So they, I got a big whiteboard in the newsroom. So missionary. In, so missionary. It's got all kinds of dry erase words Dead written ass. down and translated. Dead ass. Dead ass. You know, do you do you guys try to avoid? Like curse words when you're 
in the like in the zone because I can imagine that would be easy to let something like that slip. Uh, but I, I mean, you guys are professionals. Yeah, so. well, there's like the FCC is kind of like in charge of the all FCC news. Won't let me be. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, well, yeah. they'll find you heavy. For curse words, if one gets out, they'll get, they'll get you a Bet. couple, couple thousand. Bet. Yeah, on God. Now who does uh, on God? There it is. Now who pays that? Does that come out of your check or does uh, that? I, so, I mean, it hasn't happened to me, so I'm not entirely sure. I would assume like our station pays for it, and we get like reprimanded, if you will. Yeah. I'm trying to avoid that in my yeah, career. Yeah, I wouldn't go to it. What happens? This was another question. Okay. This is a perfect time for it. So you say you're a reporter. Right. And you say, when we were scheduling this, and I said, here's what we're thinking. You can make it if you can. Hopefully you can make it. Yeah, sounds great. Unless something catastrophic comes up mm-hmm. and I've got to go do a live shot. Mm-hmm. So then you, okay, you get a call. Hey, we need you to go now. Yep. You suit up. Jump in your car. or We have super, little Subarus. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So oh, yeah. You, you load up. You get your camera. You're going down to shoot this thing, right? Yep. And the old iconic. Uh, try to step tread lightly here, but the uh, the guy that comes on camera. Oh, I know the one. You know what I I'm talking about. One. Oh yeah. So that guy comes on and says his little bit. Yep. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah, but that's like, not them though. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, but I'm sure it's still a detriment. Oh yeah. That's so a, how problem. does how would one recover? From someone coming into your camera shot on a live feed, right? Uh, saying something that they cannot say because right. of the FCC. Right. Well, how does that work? Uh, something like that, you know. And and you would think, you know, watching clips of that happen to people, you think, well, how do you fall for that? Like, oh. what, what are we doing? You know, you would think you'd see them coming a mile away, but when you're live like that, you're so, you know, even as somewhat of a veteran, someone who's done quite a few now. I shouldn't say I'm a veteran. I'm just past my year, but someone who's done a bunch of live shots. You know, you get your real. Real locked into uh, not messing up, if you will. You know, you, you oh, know, you know what you want to yeah. say. Yeah, especially if you're live at something, say like a festival or whatever, where you're kind of off the cuff. Oh God, yeah. You're constantly thinking about what you're going to say next. So there's no time to like, like you're seeing things around you, but not seeing them. You know, it's all basically a blur while you think. Yeah. And so you see that person coming up, and that happens. Not a lot you can do, truthfully. They can kill your feed, take you to black, but it's almost better if you, you just got to ride it out. Yeah. You just got to be and like, oh, how many excuse times, me. Sorry How many that. times did that happen? So that was this year. It was. It was this past fall mm-hmm. at the at the West Side Nut Club mm-hmm. with Jeff. Yes. And it happened a lot. I think on air it happened twice. Was it twice? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And then like, twice I think too many. That's brutal. For sure. Yeah. People come up and mm-hmm. they do the whole thing. <laughs> and I think he recovered very well because oh. I think at one point he called him Jack Wagons. He did. He or did. Something yeah. Like that, them Jack Wagons. That's a veteran move. Yeah, That's bro. A veteran like move. you got to do something. You know, and everyone thinks they got some funny zany one-liner to pull out the back pocket when that happens. You don't. You, you don't. Just a vet. You yeah, got yeah, to shoot from That's a tri-state treasure. Trying to <laughs> pull one out on him, throwing the bow. It was funny because that had happened twice, and they were full on like, "We're not going to do it anymore. Yeah, keeping the studio. We're not. It's not messing with it. You know, yeah. we're going to get fined. Whatever." Yeah. And so by the time he did his last couple live shots, he had uh, the entire sheriff's office that was out there surrounding him in a circle. Really? Had like two of our photographers out there surrounding him, like just people, keep moving, keep there pushing. There were no you know? way yeah, not, that they could... Not happening again. No. Yeah, no, it's a bad cool. deal. Yeah. So you made your desk debut this past January. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that like? What's that go... Like, what goes into it? Like, is it kind of a rite of passage? Is it... Do you want to be more behind the desk? Like... 
kind of which way do you want your canoe to point? I don't, you know. I mean, I like the reporting stuff. I think it's fun, but I mean, uh, doing the desk is definitely consistent. Yeah, that's because sometimes you'll have days where you go in there and you're on a story and you've, you know, you're called on six stories. No one's hitting you back. No one's answering. No one wants to do it. You know, stuff's not turning. Whatever. Or when you're on the desk, you know, that's a lock. That's happening. You know, that's that's nice. You go in, you read your scripts. You go in there, you do it. Good to go. I like doing that. I like kind of the mix I got going right now. We're all filling every once in a while. I think it'd be cool to do it more often, if you will. But I mean, right now I can't complain about what I got going on. You know, the desk yeah. is definitely neat because it's a, uh, it's the same thing where you're doing the news, but it's a different ball game where it's it's much more like a live shot. They kind of let me do my thing out there. I can kind of like you right. know. So it's a lot more laissez-faire, you know what I mean? Do, do right. kind of what you got to do. I actually don't know what you mean, but yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, <laughs> you just went outside of his vocabulary. Uh, laissez-faire it, get you? It's, yeah, real, yeah, it's yeah. real free. It's real free. You know, hands it's off. Rela- you, hey, it's, it's like your supervisor and superintendent aren't there on a Friday oh, afternoon nice. when it's yeah. a nice day. Mm-hmm. Right. Just hanging out, man. That's right. Now, See, I had to take that white collar term <laughs> yeah. and break it down blue collar for him. He's got it. Yeah, down. Absolutely. But yeah, so I mean, going in the field's great because even on something serious, you know, it's 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 not so performative, if you will. Where being at the desk, you know, you've got a way, you got to do things, you've got to keep time. The show has to end at a certain time. There's you know commercial breaks factored in. You've got to hit the times on those. They can wow. add stuff or drop stuff. It's got a timeout. So it's definitely there's a pace to it, if you will. How do you adjust to the person talking in your ear? So the way it works for us, uh, they hit a button to talk to us. If not, can't hear them. So I I don't hear them the whole time, which is nice. But my first ever live shot was, uh, I believe it was in front of Southwestern Behavior, which is like a mental health clinic. I know know what's there. (laughs) Might have had a few, not me personally, but some people. Uh, What did you you do, a little stint in there? (laughs) Hey, mental health is important. That's right. 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 Take a break. but I was there, and so my very first live shot, they were having a problem with it. So there was feedback. And uh, so it was a, a big story about money. So I'm already, like, knees shaking when I get out there, you know. And as I'm reading these numbers, the numbers I just read are playing back in my ear, full volume. Oh. So, I mean, millions of dollars, thousands of dollars. I'm hearing numbers as I read numbers. Oh, brutal. Oh, my God. Uh, and after that first live shot, I went back. I was like, is it always like this, guys? And they're like... I mean, recently, but not always. And I was like, <laughs> recently? If it's like this forever, I think I'm in the wrong track. I can't do this, man. There's no way. No shot. But, you know, and that's, and now, you know, I've had th- times when mics didn't get cut or whatever, so I could still hear my ear. Now it doesn't bother me too much. I'm just yeah. kind of locked into it now. So yeah. you're an old season pro. Right. I'm yeah. a vet, man. You're so when that. it comes to like the news, and like you said, you talked about the desk a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, do you have any interest or do you enjoy. Like doing the pieces, or do you kind of like the investigative journalism where you're trying to like shed light on something where it's like, hey, this, uh, you know, manufacturing company's been dumping chemicals in the local <laughs> watering hole. Right. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Like the investigative journalism side, mm-hmm. because there is, you know, when you do those stories, there's writing involved and sure. you produce them. And, sure. But, you know, what about on the other flip side where it's like, do you enjoy the puff pieces where it's like, you know, so and so's little kid hit a you know grand slam right, in the little league right. game. That you know what I mean. Like, yeah. what what do you like? So it's 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 nice to have a mix. I think because you can't do serious all the time. I had a period there where, uh, I mean, it was four days in a row, one week where it was. I had a story about a dead guy, dead kid. That was just that That's was tough. Like, yeah, you know, I was out in a fire all day one time. It's like July or something like that. I'm in a fire. Next day is like a car accident. Next day is a disease. You know, whatever. And, yeah. 
day by Friday, I'm like, guys, please, anything else, you know? Yeah. And and they they put me on these things. I told them before because I'm fairly decent at connecting with people, you know. So people will yeah. tell me things, tell me their stories, if you will, not in like in a sleazy way, but people are comfortable enough to share things. Yeah. And but after a while, you need something. You need a grand slam. You know, you need you, something fluffy. You, you, need to, <laughs> you need to go down there to the Vandenberg County uh, Humane, Humane Society. Society. You need to go pet a couple puppies, yeah, man. Pet some puppies yeah, and absolutely. hey, come adopt. I'm gonna sponsor the adoption right, fee. You right. remember that video of that cat? You remember that cat that goes the guys like, doing like a piece at the vet clinic or some shit, and that cat freaking just absolutely unleashes that dude, <laughs> moles the piss out of his arm. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, the investigative stuff's cool. It's really just kind of a mix of what you find. And, you know, what? what's interesting about the news that people don't maybe realize is, like, oftentimes we know stuff, but without the correct avenues, you can't just say stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to yeah. have, like, sources. you got to validate your exactly. sources. You can't just go saying whatever. We'll hear stuff, well, that's but it. without paperwork or, you know, whatnot, yeah. you can't go report. Hey, that, that brings so. up a great question. So sure. how do you how do you determine or how do you keep your objectivity and uh, like your bias? Like how do you, what's right. What's the professional like quota for that? So one of the best lessons I learned in college right away, it's the same for newspapers and TV. So it worked out was every human being is biased. That's just how it is. Everybody has a bias. Everyone's biased, yeah. but the people who are really good at this thing can turn it off. So, you know, you report on stuff that you're kind of like, eh, you report on stuff that you have opinions about, but you got to turn them off. That, that's just how, that's how it goes. And if you don't, it's very obvious. Yeah. It'll come out in your writing, it'll come out in your facial expressions, that sort of thing. So you'll know if someone has an opinion on something, you've got to be able to cut that. So Arlo brings up a good point, and I, I did want to talk about mm -hmm. it, and maybe we can get back to the local side. But, sure. like, the state of journalism and news media today, every poll you can look at, there is a strong distrust in the news media right. and the nat and i'm not saying the local hashtag I, fake news i'm drawing a very distinct <laughs> i want this to be i don't want it to go off the rails but i'm drawing a very distinct boundary in what i think is your local news sure. to what you see the national news media on every different channel and what it is there's such a strong distrust where do you think that came from like do you have a thought like have you ever thought about it like because I would think, like like you said, you guys are an NBC affiliate. Sure. And so there is some of that national perspective on sure. things. But you're also right here in the hub of southwestern Indiana. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it would be a very interesting mix. But that was one of the questions, and Arlo is a great lead-in, is like the national news media, for you local guys, kind of how do you look at it? And do you have any, do you opine of any suggestions of <laughs> this is how we can get back to where the news media is, you know, might lean a little bit sure. one way or the other, but for the most part, they're telling you the facts and the opinion guys are just off on their own little realm. Right. Uh, so I, I, what's interesting about the NBC thing for 14, right? Like down there, 44 is Fox, and I think 25 and Henderson's ABC. Correct. So, you know, they've, they've got these things. I've seen it before. I've been on a story with 44, and someone would be like, I'm not, I'm not talking. I'm talking to Fox. But like they're they're Fox, but they're not Fox. We're NBC, but we're not NBC. Yeah, we're in Evansville. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're, exactly. We're in your area, and so and I think and I understand why people you know will feel some types of way or whatever. They'll read stuff, they'll read opinion articles, that sort of thing, and get fired up. Either which way, I totally get that. You know, everyone's a human being. Absolutely understand, and I think you know you you get on. I think sometimes there's disconnect where people don't quite realize that 
what we're doing versus what you see, you know, on your nightly news on Fox or NBC or MSNBC, whatever have you, not the same thing. Yeah. Where like we, I mean, truth, like I don't, we don't gain anything from pushing something on you, if you will. Like, right. I mean, not, you know, most of the time the stories we're covering don't, you know, most of the time they don't even offer an avenue, if you will, to do that. Right. A lot of stuff's like, it's very local. You know, it's like, I mean, I just story on a kid in a tree that was 80 feet up the other day, you yeah. know, obviously omitting names to protect but you know stuff like that like there's How no way to spin kid that get 80 feet in the you're tree. covering you're covering things that people in this area want to hear exactly about. but yeah. it's the, the good and the bad sure, and, sure. The, and yeah. the ugly you know but i think to your point like people take the opinion people as news and that's where we've gotten in trouble sure. and, and i think and there there are things you can find on the national stage that they're on like the news channel, but they're definitely like entertainment shows, which is great. Enjoy them. Like yeah. by all means, if you're into like your late night talk show host, fire me up, go crazy, enjoy it. You know, that's yeah. great. It's fun to listen to. I'm yeah. all about it. Do your thing, but <laughs> you can't, you, you have to, and they, they do a great job of kind of like not letting on that. It's more like a talk show type deal. And then, you know, you get, you know, you get fired up about, you know, hating whatever station or whatever side, whatever have you. And then it, trickles down into your local news person that's why i have people yelling at me yelling fake news at me when i'm out on the street i'm like hey listen <laughs> that's, man. so there so that was fake something news. that all the time that's something that he texted me we were texting back and forth yep. earlier this week and i asked him i said what you know what are some things you want to talk about shit like that and he was like i got some stories yeah of times where i thought i was going to get my ass beat by people you know pulling up onto a onto a story or do whatever yep. like that so while we're here, Mitch, dig into that, man. Tell us, tell us about some of the craziest shit you've seen you so know, far. You know, in the news and just out out in the world, if you will, you see some you see some critters, man, <laughs> on every spectrum. Critters, and the same yes! the same can be said about myself. You know, you you see it all. Uh, and like I said, a lot of, and a lot of times, what we see, especially on really like heavy stories, if you will, say I'm out, someone was murdered or whatever. You know, their neighbors are really upset. That's a lot of like misplaced anger is kind of what I call it where they're they're upset someone's going to take take this upset someone yes. someone's the brunt of this and it's yeah. usually which is I mean I get it you know people will get you got real broad shoulders up. right yeah you got to literally you got to yeah, fix you got to <laughs> fit to the door he's a big bastard you gotta have I mean some, uh, that jacket we could probably wear just cuz yeah, it's, it's real cozy wide. yeah uh, you got to you got to be thick skinned you know I've had people you know yell at me you know we're going to come over there tear you up whatever people like I'm trying to do the camera people are running and trying to get in front of the camera try and block me filming stuff or whatever you yeah. see it all i mean crazy everywhere everywhere you go but then on the opposite side you see people every once in a while who are just the nicest they want to help you out they they want to talk to you whatever you know and and like right. i said a lot of times if i'm and i do a lot of the heavier stories a lot of it i think really is like the misplaced emotion misplaced anger and all they got to take it on somebody and i'm there and not that it's like amazing not that i love getting screamed at or getting threatened but like it doesn't really bother me i get well, it being able yeah. to face confrontation is huge oh yeah you it's know part what I'm of saying? it yeah i think with me you know it's just in, in my little you know like working in the public or around the public and sure especially you too casey and, and yeah, you know, I've, smoke I've, working in in, in a, like a, in a manufacturing you know people come to work in a pissed off mood mm-hmm you got to be able to diffuse that situation Absolutely, so it dude. doesn't make it to the next diffuse level. Diffuse and deflect. Hey, you and I need to pause. Smoke, you have to ask a question, and we're going to wait till you ask a question. Yeah. I don't have anything to ask yet, I don't think. I'm still just trying to... Well, I don't think you've said in. anything yeah, since we started. you just said over there. Other than the... Uh, the green screen fire. The green fire. screen fire yeah. there. Yeah. That's right. Nothing? Zero? Not no anything. input. 
Can't, no, not not yet, about man. his shoes. Like what kind of cars you drive. Yeah. yeah. Mitch, you Mitch, maybe you can ask him a question. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> we're gonna wait till the end this on that. Is, oh, okay. We'll wait till the end. Yeah, I'll, I'll interview the gang. Hey, I've got a question. <laughs> sure. So, you know, wh- how do you choose what is a newsworthy story? Like, what goes into that that process? And and does any of that relate into your history being from Huntingburg? Like, do you say like, hey, you know what? People around here would probably want right. Want um, so you know, every morning we uh, we have to email in and or email it or write it down, whatever you have pitches for the day, for different stories. Sometimes you go in, you're set up already, that sort of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Every morning, nine thirty for my shift, we go in and we all get together, all the reporters, all the managers have a little morning meeting. Everyone throws out pitches for the day. Sometimes they're already got their stories selected. Sometimes, sometimes we get a pitch, whatever. Everybody gets assigned a story and you scatter. You go do your thing or whatever. But being from here, it's kind of nice where. Uh, you know, uh, for instance, Kimball was recently just acquired by R&I, I believe. Yeah. And so people were like, oh, it's kind of cool. And I went in there and I was like, listen, that's a big deal at home. People like that. It's a, you know, people, it's a lot of jobs, that sort of thing. I know this morning we were talking well, about he electronics. Yeah, yeah, he works. Smoke? Yeah, He's a derivative. Yeah. He's electronics exactly. guy. Well, they're people, separate. You know? Yeah, they're, they're Kimball not, Electronics not is related a anymore. separate and distinct beast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, you know, but it's, it's nice to kind of be from the area, but not from Evansville, where... I'm the only person from this area that works at the station, so I've got that point of view. I yeah. know uh, at 25, Cody Bailey, who works for 25, from Huntingburg yeah, he's as well. Huntingburg, yeah. So we we're kind of the guys that pitch the uh, Dubois County, Spencer County, Gibson County type stories, you know, if you will. Yeah. Kind of being from that area, so it's That's nice cool. to have some eyes, if you will. People, we're we're watching kind of what goes on, you know. But yeah. beyond that, a lot of it falls onto what fits in a show, what can turn is the big thing, you know. If there's stories that we like, but we know for a fact it's not going to happen today something else uh you need characters you need people that are going to interview people that are going to go on tv you have to have that to form a package you don't have to every time but it's definitely ideal you know people want to see other people so that all that sort of stuff goes into it this melting pot of pitches in the morning and then assign people and you know off you go you go do your thing so that when that meeting comes out and and everybody makes their pitches and stuff and you get assigned a story that's got to be prepared and ready to go for the the recording for the nightly news. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the best analogy I ever heard uh, was that every day you're in the airport and the plane's taken off, you're either on it or you're not. And ev- everything in your way, obstacle-wise, whatever, figure it out. And, and there are times where I'll switch stories if it's 11 o'clock and I've called on three things, nothing's turning, different story. Switch, you're on something else, you know, but... It's uh, it doesn't. The deadline's a deadline. It doesn't matter if your interview's at 2.30 or if it's at 9 a.m. And you got to get it done. who reviews whether... So is that is that something to where... Like you, you prepare your story, sure. And let's just say it's just you just it just sucks. Oh, it stinks. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. So early like, on, ones, couple of those. Yeah, yeah a couple so of the, and then like, is there like a main editor that says, "Yeah, throw that in a dump, bro." So that ain't got, gonna make the cut. Yeah, we've got uh, every show's got a producer, someone who kind of stacks the show, times it out, and all that. Does the mics for live shots and everything. It's a real beast back there. We have this. Oh, it's Arlo. Yeah. yeah. We got this big glass fishbowl with a million screens in there, and I've they taught me to produce and everything, so I've done kind of both sides of it. Wow! And uh, yeah, multimedia, you know what I there mean? There we go, yeah, multimedia guy. But uh, so you know, your producers will check over your script, just send in a script check. They'll check it out, kind of make some tweaks here and there. Every once in a while, if it's a really important one, something that's kind of dicey where you don't want to mess it up, or it's something really heavy, they'll have a anchor or even you know our news director look at it to kind of spread the eyes across the more eyes you get on it the better but sometimes with time constraints it gets a gloss over yeah nothing glaring nothing factually wrong let's ride yeah because it's a lot of it like i said you're on the plan or you're not you got yeah it's, it's time thing figure it out yeah. so 
I'm going to pitch you some stories. Okay. You, hey, take them if you want them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think one of them first we could do Smokers Lounge. Could you imagine you guys in here? Some great shots. Yep. You know, we would set it up where we're not recording, but on like a good Friday or Saturday karaoke night. night. Karaoke, karaoke night, night in here. Ooh. Like at karaoke is a big deal. Now he's so that, smiling. That's Smoke, one pitch. Smiling. I'm trying to think why we would put that on the news. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you never so know. So the second pitch, you could do it about four dumbasses that start a podcast that yeah. have grown into kind of local media personalities yep. now, I think. Are you familiar with our podcast, you, Mitch? I am. Nice. I'm dabbling. Oh, I'm so dabbling. Hey, yes. he's a he's a true professional. Right. You listened to yeah. one and only right. one today. Did my homework. Did my research on the way here. Um, the third, <laughs> the crew busts in the door and goes. Actually, we're doing a story on this right, yeah. now. right now. We're doing it. Small uh, big. A third pitch could be about our buddy Mace here, kind of like a day in the life of a. Uh, city of Huntingburg street worker. That's right. Um, everything that goes Strap into on. it. Come on I, in. I think those are three pitches. Buckle up. I've got you know right away. Yeah. Uh, Arlo kind of has another pitch. Could be current blend and <sighs> the people that make current blend their home and their yeah. workplace. Public workspace. Kind of a unique little thing there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm a remote worker, so I work for a corporation and just. And you can tie that worried. into work from home. Like, there's so many avenues there. Yeah. Think of all the like. Imagine if you got a crew of people like that brings in tax dollars. To me. Like it's a, it's yeah, it's production. There's those, some are, there. those are the four pitches so I got off the top of my head. My news mind there, just you know, doing what I do every day takes me. I like the second one in the sense of talking about guys starting a podcast. What I would do with something like that, for instance, watching my gears turn here, is I would try and find someone who's familiar with the economic space. Tell me about. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out. That guy, right? Tell me there. about how well, often he's, it is. He's doing it about us. He's got oh, no, I'm just saying, yeah. like, he would interview Smoke I'd about wanna, the... I'd want to find out how many... Well, new... not if he's going to sit there and not do that. He's a quiet... He's a church That's mouse. That's all right. It's part of it. Uh, I'd want to find out how many podcasts were started already this year or whatever you, you guys started, thousands. that sort of thing. And I'd... Thousands. And I want to find out how many stick around, how many make money, how many get, you know, promotions, that sort of thing. And then talk about some local guys who made it work. Holy smokes. mine. You got to make nice, a bro. We're rubbing we elbows story. with Jeff Lines. <laughs> with a future tri-state treasure. Yeah. Future. Yeah. That's you. Oh, you guys flatter me, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that is a... I smoke mean, dog, shoot from the hip and, and tell him a few of those yeah, numbers man. on our on our podcast so far. Which numbers? Uh, you know, just about like where we're at, what what we got going in our show. How or we, do we want people to know that? Maybe yeah. we keep confidential. It. That's kind well, of confidential. Not, no, like how many episodes we've got out when oh, we started, we you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, 20 episodes, I guess. So 22 weeks ago. Yeah. But it started. Yeah. Mitch, we had episode. a bad one that yeah. hopefully if any of us ever would run for political office. Yeah, it would bury us. It would would bury us It is bad, 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 I don't know that it was that Okay, Helen Keller. Okay, We did do a segment on (laughs) Helen Keller. Helen Keller, in or out? In what sense? Is she real or a fraud? Oh, Oh, wow. I see. (laughs) See? In my my position, I'm not sure I'm allowed to answer. No comment. No comment. That was scripted. Handled well. Handled well. Hey, you Uh, passed the test at the gangster, bro. Yeah. Time to get jumped. They told us to put you in the sweat box. Kind of beat up on you a little bit. uh, Jeff sent me some stuff up so I could, you know, to to make sure we talked about it. So (laughs) that's exactly what it is. Uh, (laughs) Biggest project you've worked on so far. 
biggest project I've worked on so far. Or wow. story, yeah. Uh, you know, I've done a couple of the investigative things. A big one that I followed for months, um, Pink Energy is this like solar panel company and they were uh, I they did. were calling the hell out of me for a while yeah oh. they frauds oh yeah Shit. They're, they're bankrupt man they're, well I should uh, pardon me allegedly allegedly no I mean like they, uh, they're bankrupt now I believe they, they shut the doors down and I, I spoke with people in Gibson County and they're in Evansville all that these people who got these solar panels you know they don't work they weren't bringing any power they're paying I mean I'm talking final bill 100k for these things wow. you know, they're, they're, i talked to some former employees who told me like yeah you know we were we were shooting for veterans and shooting for folks who were retired you know that sort of thing real real you know dirty shady business. cats yeah and wow, so you know, we man. talked about them and all that did a, i mean a bunch of stories on them uh, i got a lady that i spoke with a couple times that managed she uh i shouldn't say i managed it was all her but she hounded him until finally she got her bill kind of relinquished and everything so she's home free that sort of thing so well, good that, for her that sort of stuff feels good you know to feel like you're doing something yeah did a story with a restaurant in evansville not going to name it or anything but uh the employees didn't get w-2s hounded them and hounded them and hounded them on tv for months and finally they all got them so that sort of stuff feels good you know making yeah. a difference if you will right. but so mitch Back to the podcast thing. So right. you know we got a podcast. Sure. Right? The Wandering Dutchman. <laughs> Here we are. Giddy up for that. Uh, what kind of podcast do you like to listen to? Uh, you know, I uh, I kind of do a, a whole kind of broad shebang. I don't get a ton of time to do it. I, I'm a big podcast guy if I do a story down in you know, Kentucky or whatever. A lot even, of driving. Here, hour drive or whatever. It's yep. two hours, you yeah. know. Uh, I do a lot of the, the crime podcasts. Cool them into that. Uh be honest, a little guilty pre- guilty pleasure. I like the uh, conspiracy theory podcast. Ooh. Big into those, love those, man. Big fan of those. You and Dave, look at Dave. Look yeah, at Dave's here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm real into that. Dave might finally have a question. Yeah. Dave, <laughs> he's, ready. he's ready to. What bond do you know now. about weather balloons? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you don't have to have a license to launch a weather, weather balloon? balloon. <laughs> but, so yeah, that's that sort of thing, I guess. Yeah, you know, kind of dabble. That's cool. So. Talking about podcasts, and I'm just drawing some similarities. You and Pat McAfee <laughs> both played the game, uh, kind of getting it used allegedly earlier. Like, as your career shapes and grows and how media changes, because newspapers are dead. They're dinosaurs. Is that an official? I thought you were going to back me up Rough on spot. That. I mean, yeah. 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 We dropped nukes earlier. And yeah, the we, just, we don't want to rehash it. But, like, do you ever see yourself... Like getting away from the corporate news gig to doing, like finding a way into the passion projects, and because I guess the question I had, like Twitter journalist, like you're not affiliated with anybody, but you set up a, you know, a Twitter, you know, like you do all that. Like, is that something that would interest you, or do you like staying? I hate to say corporate, but basically kind of staying that way. Yeah, yeah, kind of the mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. Uh, you You know, I mean. I guess that would depend on like the security side of it. If I'm gonna be able to like support myself long term, if I could find a way to do that per chance. You know, the Twitter journalism thing is kinda hit or miss. You know, you're yeah. freelance and doing all that sort of yeah. stuff. And I did some freelance stuff in college for money here and there, writing articles and all that, and a lot of it was kinda eh. you know, it's it's sketchy stuff. Hit or miss, yeah. you know, if you money here and there, not nothing crazy, but uh I think the podcast thing, what you guys are doing is great. I think it's super cool. You know, you guys get the nice. hang out, a couple guys being dudes, you know, not so bad. Getting, guys being dudes. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Our wives hate it. Yeah. I imagine so. Yeah. yeah. 
They just say they hate it. Yeah. Uh, they just say maybe. That. Mine probably not. I, it, you know, it's just crazy, but you kind of, you you get into it and you get the know-how. Right. You see people move on. I mean, 14 on their website has a whole, like, map of where their people go. And that's not even updated. That's all. That's old. So it sounds like... They don't mind you coming in. It almost like you get too, you become too big of a fish for the pond per se. Yeah. Is there that kind of growth where you see yourself like going to a bigger media market? Or are you happy being right here in God's country? I mean, well, that's the thing that you kind of mentioned there. I'm glad you said that because I was kind of wanting to maybe get into this a little bit. Is uh, I coming out of college, like I said, didn't wasn't familiar with the whole TV side of thing. The news markets are set up, so I think we're 106. So we're kind of starter, starter, starter market, kind of middle of the pack type deal, and we have people go all kinds of everywhere, you know. Yeah. And, and people before I was there left and went to, you know, Cincinnati, go to Indianapolis, that sort of thing, go to other coasts, what have you. I know we had a guy before I was there went to Vegas, you know, that sort of thing. Oh boy, uh, be a tough spot uh, to yeah, work. Yeah, so that'd be terrible. I don't know if that'd be good for me, but uh, you know, that <laughs> would be terrible. I, I kind of lucked out where I was when I was in school as a senior. Uh, Ball State does this cool thing where they match up seniors with guys in their profession, yeah. with, like their mentors. So I've got a mentor who works in D.C. and uh, with oh, with that would be bad. TV news, kind of the pinnacle, the number one markets like your New York City. That's kind of the spot. Yeah, yeah. probably yeah. New York, Washington, L.A., right. Chicago, sort of just kind of down the list, big cities, Shreveport, you know? Louisiana. <laughs> Precise. Yeah, oh, I don't know. It's that sort of thing. Oh, I don't know why Shreveport was <laughs> on my mind. Texarkana, <laughs> right, 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 right. But you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those things. I think I'd, I'd entertain it. But right, I mean, the thing too, I didn't realize until I was in it was you signed contracts. So now I'm on a contract. And everyone oh, is reporters are so I, yeah. that's like a buyout type. I'm there till 2025. Uh, so I'm right just gonna now. throw this out there. Sure. I am licensed in the state of Indiana. If you need me to negotiate on your behalf, <laughs> I will offer up my services because how cool would that be if you to worked be, to be like, <laughs> hey, I negotiated this guy's contract, <laughs> this TV guy. Like I'm, I'm an money. agent. It would like, build our. It agent. would build our street cred. That'd be huge yeah. for your street cred. And when I say yeah. R, I mean next steps like graffiti and buildings. You know, skateboard and all that. No, sort there's of already stuff. some graffiti and buildings about us. <laughs> oh boy. No, I mean, I mean, I could bring you in. Maybe yes. negotiations start back up. We'll yeah. talk about nice. it. We'll, discuss. we'll get that worked out. Yeah, yeah. You want that corner office? We, we got it. The GM man. Go you want out. your own parking spot? <laughs> hey, you got it, Mitch. Let's yes. talk about. Ow now brown cow. Ow now. How do you learn how to talk on the news? <laughs> so I, that's uh, kind of a hot spot for me where I, uh, I'm naturally a very very fast talker. Yes, I always have been. So my boss, especially when I anchor, gets on me about it every time. You gotta that, slow down. That's man. my big thing. Is I gotta slow down, and it, it sounds wrong in your head. And you know, starting especially you know even before that. Just getting started tracking packages where you go in the studio, put your headphones on, you read over your video or whatever, and that's what plays on TV. You know, coming in, you know how news people are like supposed to sound, if you will. You know, yeah. like you you have an idea in your head of what like an anchor sounds like, what a reporter sounds like, but executing that's completely different. Tough and spot. I've kind of learned that like uh, people don't love that. They they almost don't want you to sound like your typical like. You know, good morning, whatever. You know, they they want you to be more. They want you to be human, exactly. Because people like that. People want to watch that. People don't want to watch you be a robot up there for an hour. No, you know what yeah. I mean. So, kind of finding that balance between being professional and also like relatable is definitely. It was a tough spot for me for months where I had to work on it. My boss had me uh, driving home the hour back to Huntingburg, reading street signs. 
you know, like Interstate 69, the sign is green, the grass is green, beside me here are guardrails, kind of like working on talking slow, working on diction, that sort of thing. Wow, diction. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And And the big thing I had to work on was I would go in there and say like, you know... Right now we're in the lounge. We're doing the news, et cetera, et cetera. When I had to really like, right now we're like, in the lounge. We're doing the news. We're sitting here talking, doing a podcast. Like, make your voice interesting. Flow instead yeah. of just being like a straight monotone. Right, robot. but you also don't want to be up there like causing a scene. You know, you don't want to have a sad story <laughs> and make it yeah. real obvious. You don't want to have a happy story and be yelling at people, getting yeah. your voice real high for no reason. It's it's a balance act the whole time. So could you train? What was his nickname? Missile lips. Missile lips. Yeah, can yeah you, missile can lips. Can you train old missile lips over I here? I have been told a thousand times that like either like a voice actor. Yeah. Or or some sort of like voiceover, like you said, like tracking your package, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a like a voiceover type type person. Like if I had a script and I could rehearse it, I think I could probably nail it. Yeah. What's the guy in Evansville, which it's DJ he's at on one oh four one DJ B or whatever they call it. He's a real deep voiced guy. And he does some stuff for BDC. He's he's got a really very distinctive voice. And I think, you know, like they always say, like the, the guy that reads the movies, like the trailers, you know what I'm talking about? You want to be about? that like, guy. You want to be that guy. This Sunday, coming to you live. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I I don't know. I think I I think I would give it a whirl. Well, yeah, we contract out, I believe, Uh-oh. like our uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. our like Uh-oh. our intros. So it's like, yeah. you know, you're watching 14 News at 6 or whatever, you know. Ooh, that's somewhere else. Hey, hey, let's get you a little tape. Let's get you, get let's you, get you a little tape. I don't, I don't know. Ahead. Come on. Uh, you're We've watching WFIE News 14 at 6, 10, and midnight. Here, I'll, I'll write it down for you. I'll write it down for you. Oh, what boy. He's, got oh. Hang he's on, using hang on. chat GP or something. Chat, chat GPT, yeah. Tri-States News and Weather Leader. Oh. Hold up. Can you imagine oh my if God. old Missile Lips over here oh, does If I landed that gig, <laughs> game over. I would love it. <laughs> 1025 would be a gated community. Do you leave the community. podcast behind if you land the voiceover gig? Absolutely not. No. Oh this, this, is, this is the line. This is intros, intros our shows. That does? Give that the business, man. Let's hear it. Live from the Tri-State's News and Weather Leader, this is 14 News. That's pretty good. Ooh, nice. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was good. If that, if that comes on TV, you guys paying attention? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. We could do it for I might Dave, have to get a new antenna on the house and get her geared that way. Do you ever find people that say, how does that work like in modern times with the way TV's going now? Sure. With streaming services versus like your your normal live feed TV. Smoke, you got live TV out here? Yeah, we got the antenna. And then, yeah. So there like you you've seen the struggle that we dealt with yeah, Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Strictly streaming services out there on 1025 mm-hmm. at my house. Mm-hmm. But it's just because, you know, for no excuses than other than me being lazy and not getting a, not getting an antenna put on the house. But do you do you ever do you, I mean, do you still track your ratings and your views and everything like from yep. your stories and yep. TV shows and all that? So we do. Uh, there's a couple things with that. We do like these comm scores, which basically show us pits us against. The other three stations, the other two stations. So it's oh, all three of us. Yeah. And we can see the rating scores. And it's so cool to see, like, you know, 
say for instance Sunday night football, Sunday night football gets over the first fifty every fifteen minutes the ratings come out the first one is super high everyone's straight off the football the next one straight down <laughs> and yeah. uh, but, but everybody's still on yeah because you guys do have football night in America don't you yeah. I think it's actually it was it's been Fox I know that and I know it kind of goes back and forth but too, I mean I after think, the primetime games after, over after games are over you're right after, in there after golf we do a lot of golf that sort of thing. Um, and then what's really cool, we have this TV in our newsroom. So when you walk in, you kind of turn the corner. And it's kind of up above this cabinet in this little cutout, and it's live uh, tracking. So we'll post like a, you know, we'll do a push alert on your phone where you'll see like breaking news, house fire at so-and-so. And we can watch in real time as people click on it. You can watch the bar slide as views go up on it, which is really neat. Cool. That's cool. And it shows interactions on our homepage versus, you know, on this story, on this video, that sort of thing. All the Go ahead, Smoke. Let's hear it. No, no, we do the same. Along. We we do the same thing. Like we, yeah. with our our, fa- our well, ours yeah. aren't live on. Oh, we're like a day delayed on most Still, of them. with I mean, the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, we can yeah, kind of yeah. see things grow as SEO, they come out. All too. that good stuff. Yeah, man. gotta have it. Now, yeah. when we were lining up this interview, we thought maybe there's a chance that we could actually record it at the 14 WFIE news <laughs> desk. Is that a possibility for us to maybe? You know, a you field know. trip. We'll come check it out. So we do do field trips for like children. <laughs> you know, perfect. Like a perfect. Like a in. There's a change. If you guys go capacity of children. You guys maybe. pull up in like a bus, maybe. Oh boy. You know, we can, uh, I can probably somebody. drive it. I got a CDL. Well, uh, I mean, I've like, I mean, you know. You can like bring your family and friends in there, show them around or whatever. I don't know if you could record a whole episode. But no I mean, way. If you guys wanted to like see the desk, came on like a wow Saturday or something. Maybe we talk about it. Yeah, that would be <laughs> cool. Go stand behind the desk, hang out, take some pictures, whatever. Do yeah, anything. hell yeah, that's I'm pretty down cool. for sure. Pull you up yeah. on the screen, let you see yourself in the box. Oh boy, that's pretty cool. Hey, I'll make that the thumbnail for this video. Too. Perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> here's a question: How hard is it to read off a teleprompter? Uh, it is really, uh, it depends. It's it's one of those things that, uh, so the way ours is set up in our uh, studio is everything is coded. So the cameras, there's, the cameras don't move. Cameras are all stationed. The prompters are below them. So at certain shots, you're looking, you know, from me to, you know, that tripod right there. Other shots, I'm looking from me to the cooler. So that's great. Other times you're really kind of like hitting one of these you oh know, biofocals on to see it, but uh, get but the you're really, squinters out. You get the hang of it. I mean, the first couple of times it's like, all right, whoa, you know. But everything's, you know, there's capital letters, there's periods, that sort of stuff. What'll get you is, you know, you have producers that script check you. You go through and check your scripts for show, whatever. You'll miss stuff. Everyone does, and then you'll come up to a, a word that's spelled funky or maybe like an ands missing somewhere, and it's so you know that's whoa. that's when you that's when you test your metal a little bit, oh. see if you can recover keep it pushing that sort of thing how much ad-libbing actually goes on i do a decent amount not a ton when i anchor just because i'm still fairly fresh to the game but i've had a bunch of live shots those are my favorite ones honestly when they really? send me out like, shooting, hey, you got like ten, I said you got off the 10 cuff. minutes get there put your live view on let's go those are those are my favorites when i can just talk because so, i think it's easier almost because you can just describe what's around you it's, it's a wow. lot more laissez-faire you know a lot more there fun. it is yeah. nice yeah. no you got to the supervisor and the superintendent right. are going well, I got on a it nice now. day out. Oh, Friday. you got it yeah, now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when's the next time you're going to be on the news desk? Because we might just do like a watch live. Yeah. Wednesday, 11 a.m., man. Oh, boy. Well, that would be problematic. Yeah, Thursday, 11 a.m. as well. Well, we're nah, at work. That would be problematic. Yeah, that sucks. Do we get uh, any kind of like evening I'll time? I'll be here? on a weekend. There can, we go. I'll text you. I forget which one it is. It's not this week. I think it's the next weekend, not this week. Can they do a live studio audience? I, you know, like with know. a clapper, like we could, clap. yeah, we like could. You yeah. can clap now, boo now, you know, laugh. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Four I, guys drinking beer in the background. Oh, in the studio. I'm not sure if I get away with that with no. my, my novice status, but I mean, novice. I wouldn't tell you now. Well, hey, they will know your name when status. we come It'll to personality hire. <laughs> hey, no, we got to change the narrative. He's no longer a personality no, hire. Not. He's carrying the freaking water no. down there, overworked, underpaid, <laughs> and in 2025, yeah. we're going to get him taken care of. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, who is your favorite coworker? Can you can you name someone? Like, who do you really enjoy at work? Well, oh, that's like, give, like, give, like give him a shout out. Just, yeah, it doesn't well, have I mean, to be. I gotta favorite, shout out the roomie, my boy Jordan Yaney, weekend anchor, real tough guy. Just got his mole removed on his face. He's doing well. He uh, just got what? <laughs> he's got a mole removed underneath his eye. He's doing all right. Way uh, to work through the adversity. <laughs> you know, yeah, you gotta you gotta give him credit where credit's due, man. Good guy. Uh, oh, shoot. Now everyone's honestly everyone everyone's great. I don't have any problems or anything. That was you know, and you think going into a new station, everyone's like. On TV, you know, you think it's going to be a lot of egos clashing, that sort of thing. But really, everyone's pretty cohesive. So you guys are not meeting up with the other stations, nah. like at the mall fighting, yeah, getting get get the, the brawl. Like, the where in the hell did you get a trident? Yeah, I think you had a grenade at one point. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, who who have say, you learned the most from? Who's ooh. been Who's been the best teacher for you? Jeff Lines. See, but me and Jeff, he does weather. I do news, man. We don't talk a ton. Yeah, but Jeff true. can do it all. Wish we did more. Uh, <laughs> I would say so. It, it kind of it's on a curve almost. Where when I started, it was like learn everything right now, and then as time's gone on, I'm picking up things here and there. Uh, I learned a ton from Jackie Monroe when I first started. She, I sat by her. She was uh, definitely a station mom for me, guiding me, but like let me know when I was goofing up, which was most of the time, <laughs> uh, and really kind of getting me on the straight and narrow. And now that I've kind of like gotten past like the silly mistake part, where like most days. I wouldn't need any guidance. I could do everything on my own. Not a problem. Now I can kind of focus more on making it cool, like perfecting things, if you will. It's, it's yeah. less about don't mess up and more about performing. Yeah. So now I, I honestly learned a ton from uh, Tanner Holbrook, the one who my mom, I said, uh, big fan. wasn't. Uh, Brady <laughs> Williams, hilarious. our night side guy. He's awesome. He's from Syracuse guy from New York. Great reporter. does a good job. And then Jordan, too. I, I watch them do their stuff, too. So it's really... Everybody bounces ideas off. You watch them, you know, edit their stuff, all these cool transitions, you know, how do you put graphics in, that sort of thing, all that sort of stuff. That's cool, man. So, so. the uh, so the the journalism schools, mm -hmm. so my younger brother went to Mizzou mm -hmm. and Columbia, Mizzou there in Columbia, they've got a big journalism program yep. because it is tough to watch the nightly news out there because they are all just like thrown into the fire. It's like student. You got to figure it out. It ran project and it's tough, but... So how are you going to rank Ball State with Mizzou, Ball State, Northwestern, Syracuse, and I'm trying to think of a big journalism school, big J journalism here. Ernie Pyle, IU. Right? Oh, does that. They do all right over there. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. I don't think they're tops in the state. Didn't Dave Letterman come from Ball State? He did. That's yeah. what I was, I was about, about to say. say. That. Yeah, he's throwing <laughs> bread at Ball State. He's got his own building, man. Yeah. <laughs> is he really? He does, yeah. Big old green screen. Missionary. Hey, you yeah. know what bread is. Missionary. I think that's money. It is money, yes. No, it's crazy Dave Letterman with his wild hair and his beard I throwing bunny bread out there in freaking it. school. I love it. Hey, by the way, um, I'm starting Ball State this summer. Yeah? Master yeah. Congratulations. NBA project. What, NBA, huh? What's well, the... They're going to pay for it. So I'm yeah, like, hey, good. there you go. That's the way to do it, man. I wish, yeah. I, wish I'd locked that down back in the day. So we're going <laughs> to... Well... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to find time because yeah, I got a podcast and an interview yeah. show. Got that's stuff going on. Kids. Yeah, life's busy. Word. Yeah. So outside of work, mm -hmm. what do you like to do? Like, surely you're not chained 24-7 to work. I'm sure there's a lot of work right now. Sure. It's a young man's game. Are you, though? 
Like it sounds like you're. Oh, we got a question! Check the timestamp, Arlo. Dave speaks, baby. Oh my goodness! Like, are you on call? Like, if we do do on call, yeah, we do that. So there'll be I'll be on call for a full week. Sometimes I've been called at three in the morning. Go to a car into a building, uh, that sort of thing. So do you like carry gear with you when you're on call? When you're on call, take the Subaru home, man. Cameras in the car, Subaru. ready to roll. Man, I've been oh, yeah. When's the next time, time you're nice. on call where the Subaru Interceptor has to accidentally shows up at Smoker's Lounge? Oh my god! Because there's a wild there's ranger. A wild. <laughs> there's oh a wild god. ranger going on at Smoker's Lounge. I believe next week is the the on call schedule. Next weekend of the weekend, man. What are yeah. you gonna do if the interceptor comes <laughs> up the driveway at Smoker's Lounge? Open a beer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man cracks open fourth beer while he's mowing yeah. the lawn. <laughs> this just in. Uh, no, I mean, but it's it's really not. The balance is pretty pretty smooth, especially you know I I don't have like a wife or kids, so I don't have a lot going on. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, outside of work, I mean, coming out of football in college, it was tough to like work out again because it just like kind of drained it for me a little bit. Where it yeah, was that's, required. That's our long. problem. Yeah, we got out of high school athletics. Yeah. And it's tough hard. to get back yeah. into. Yeah, you guys. Eighteen years there. later, still can't. <laughs> you know. No, but I like to like. I've got a gym by my house, so I'll try to go there in the morning. But I'm probably not as often as I should. No, uh, you look good though. Oh, you guys, thanks. Bro. I mean, Appreciate I don't know. If I've been scoping them cans the whole time he's been here. Man. <laughs> I mean, the, you got some pythons. If, if he got it. you in a chokehold, ain't no way. Dead. Game over. No CPAP machine's gonna save you on that one. <laughs> oh, no way. Now you got a pretty thick neck. Do you need a CPAP machine? Nah, man. I'm, I breathe breathe good. Real, real sturdy. Do you, real do you snore? Nah, I try not to, man. So he does though. <laughs> I'm trying. I mean, honestly, to. I don't really know. So I mean, I wouldn't know. Okay. Yeah. But. So hobbies. Got you. Got to have some. Do you play golf? Do you go fishing? So do you like to I, ride I, a bicycle? What you got? Do you have a John boat? Do you I have don't. A, no. Uh-huh. That's a steal. That'd be great. I. Uh, this guy could sell you one. Yeah. yeah. We got him. Well, we're trying to get him in over at Port of Jasper to sell. Be the exclusive. Yeah. Salesman for John boat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's. I mean. I got a cat at home. It's pretty cool. Hang, yeah. We hang out. Yeah. Well, I guess I can explain why I got a cat. I know it's not a super masculine animal. Yeah, really that's well. really. I didn't. I didn't expect no, that. No, at all I, this. I can explain. So with the with the schedule I'm on, I would I live in a house. I rent with a guy. It's not as huge yard or anything. So of course, love dogs. But it was like I, I'd feel bad having a dog. Yeah. That yeah, I could sure. like play it's with all the time. time. It's got to sit in the crate all day. Yeah, I'd feel bad. So, so I was terrible. like, I'll just cat. You just fill up the bowl. What's your cat's go. name? Cat's name is Moo. It's a little little lady, a little girl cat. Yeah. Moo. Yeah, like the cat. Moo I cat. have a cat named Moo. Or Moo. Yeah? Two Moos. Oh, my. Nice. My nice. That's what Connection. it's all about. <laughs> Connection. Um, but, you know, outside of that, uh, my roommate and I, like I said, we, we uh, do the video games all the time. I know that's. And you guys covered that before on a on a podcast. Is that correct? Well, we're not yeah, big we video did. We're not gamers. big video I know gamers. It. Hey, I know it. I think uh, it's a generational thing, though. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. I, um, the only video game that would come out if NCAA football came back out, that's the only game I told my wife that I would completely ignore her and the children in my job for. I'm right there with it. Is NCAA football. Because oh, yeah, I loved it back when it was on PlayStation. Oh, I, right there with you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the one thing. I'm, I'm sad I missed out on the curve on that where I'm not going to oh. be in the game. That's brutal. Just, oh, just missed it. Yeah. Oh, well, but you could be, uh, you could like, well, like we a, could do like a throwback series. Like a DLC pack maybe with me on there somehow. <laughs> yeah. <don't> DLC. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we could do. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, I mean, I, you would think I, honestly, a lot of my weekends are just busy doing stuff. I've been to Nashville like two weekends in the last three weekends. I had a 
like all the reporters. Well, if went, I, and then if I, I looked as good party. as you two, I'd be announced all the time as well. <laughs> Hammering it. Well, I've seen country music. Hammering there it. There you go. That's for uh, sure. I mean, not, I mean, I probably should get some more hobbies, honestly. Now, now I'm going to have to talk about it out loud. There's not a lot going on. Uh, just a lot of news stuff. Um, well, how many hours of your day do you spend when you're not on the clock doing work stuff? Oh, shit. That's two questions. Yeah, he's careful, doing Dave. Whoa. He's coming. Uh, I can see no. Late bloomer. I've been told before uh, to be like the best possible version of a reporter. You'd have to work 24 hours a day. Yeah. Because you're constantly looking at things, trying Ain't to set things it. up. It's, yeah. And so you got to be able to find that. So I, I've made a pretty good habit now when I get home. I'd flip the work phone over. But right. that being said, things happen. You know, I was at home the night uh, there was a shooting at the West Side Walmart. And I yeah. get a push alert. I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's that. I was at home early, woke up early to go to the gym and got a text, hey, uh, the Morton Avenue warehouse is burning down right now. Come in. It's 7 yeah. in the morning. Okay. You know, gotta stuff go. like that. So you just got to be ready. You know, yeah. the news doesn't sleep and wait on anybody. You know? No, it doesn't. It does not. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah. So I think what do you do whole... on one of those? Like, so you fly in there mm-hmm. in the Subaru. Mm-hmm. Doing my And that mamma jam is on fire. <laughs> Leonard Skinner's playing in the background. And you're going by yourself, right? You're solo. Most of the time. So yeah. you got to set up your own. How long does that setup take? So minutes? we keep these, uh, we take live views, these little backpacks. They're, they're, I think that's the coolest thing we have. I love, when I showed up, I was amazed by these. It's like these a go bag. Little, these little backpacks, you push a button and it pings off all the towers in the area and it shoots everything back. That's how we go live. There's these little backpacks called live views. Turn them on, oh. cut to your camera and it's ready to go in minutes, not even, depending where you're at. So huh. you can go live from pretty much anywhere. If they're self-service, you can usually go live. So you set that puppy up and... You get in your ear, you have an IFB line. We have IFBs where they molded the inside of my ear. Give me an earpiece that fits just my ear. IFB. Uh, so I don't know what it stands for. You, okay. Yeah, don't ask me. Okay. I couldn't okay. tell you. And so it's got like the curly, curly, it's got the curly oh, yeah. cord that goes, goes like the CIA yeah. or the uh, Secret Service. Down. Oh, yeah. The whole nine. Wow. Like, it's, do you talk to your sleeve, too? <laughs> no. This but, is Mitchell Carter, live on location. <laughs> It's Mitch but, uh, yeah, it's I would, Mitch, I would yeah, call in. Mitch. I could hear the show in my ear, hear the anchors or whatever. They'd toss out to me. We'd talk back and forth, and that's that. I mean, it takes minutes, not even. What kind of camera are you running? Go ahead. Uh, it's a, oh, go ahead. He's Inter- got uh, Interruptible foldback. It's a one-way communication system that usually involves an earpiece worn by onset talent. Uh-huh. You onset talent, personality and talent. So yes. what is uh, so what's the ca- what's the camera look like? You say is it it's a hook to the backpack like with like a Nah, man. We just it's a little bitty JVC. I don't know the model type. Like I said, I about failed the film class. <laughs> it's probably that uh, one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. they're they're nice. So they get it done. It's I know we've got some folks who have been at fourteen for a while that talk about back in the day with the big old cameras. Oh you know, yeah, dude, they, they were mad. They say we don't know anything about it. You know, lugging those puppies around, but ours are real compact and easy. Putting on the tripod you know set the focus at a meter or whatever put it in front of me and just go it's real easy wow bounce out the colors but that's the hardest thing you got to do really especially if it's i mean you can obviously get more in depth if you're shooting a story but you if wear, it's a live you, shot you, you, you run like wireless mics and all that stuff too or yeah we have a i use a stick and then if it's not too bad out windy wise or whatever i'll use a lav mic where i slide down my shirt clip it on here and it's good to go it's all wireless stuff wow so, so like you you talking about going on the scene of things have you developed mm-hmm. like some I don't want to say informants. That's not the right word. But sources in regards to like EPD, sure. You know the fire department down there, yeah. EMT, like people that'll reach out and say, "Hey, this might be something you want to look at." Or you show up on the scene and it's kind of like, "Oh, hey, there's Mitch. Mitch, good to see you. You doing all right?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so much of the job is like, it's like you're always networking, if you will. It's all these connections all the oh, time. Yeah. So like, I'm really. 
I know the PIOs for the fire department, the police department. I know the sheriff really well, that sort of thing. You PIOs can, is public information officers. Yeah. There you go, for those, yeah, for those listeners. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so you get to know people. And then you also know people, you know, kind of out in public. You get to see people you see a lot, different kind of officials, that sort of thing. You get their phone numbers. You talk to them or whatever. So now... For instance, Mike Larson is the uh, fire chief in Evansville. And every time I see him, you know, we shake hands. Good to see you. Like, we're kind of buds. You know, so that's nice. So if I'm ever at a fire, I can point him out. He knows what I look like and vice versa. He'll call me over. You know, what time are we doing a press conference? We'll hammer that out and then we know. It's Instead of kind of wandering around waiting on stuff to happen, you know people. You kind of know what you're looking for. That's a good good uh, relationship to have. Right, exactly. So let's play a game. Okay. Most famous person in your phone. If you can reveal Jesse Bates the third, safety for the Bengals. Oh, now, now for Atlanta, I believe. He got he got traded today, I believe, to Atlanta. Like, do you talk to him regularly? No, but I interviewed him for a book. I was a co-author of in college. Oh, co-author! What? Oh, oh yeah. I was gonna unlocked. say we, they just keep rolling in. Like the <laughs> credentials just keep coming. Can we pull a pardon my take and call him? Have you ever watched Pardon My Take? When I they have. Do that? Yeah, I tried to call him once and he didn't answer. So I, I mean, oh shit! I think I might change his number. Honestly, okay. Most famous person in your phone that would answer. I don't even know. I have to look through the contacts real quick while we're. Oh god, that'll take a month. No, you know that's got to have a bunch. <laughs> well, we get in separate. There. We have separate. We get work phones for the new stuff, which is nice. So we can separate personal, personal and work. work. Well, yeah. I know that, but I'm just saying you got to have a bunch. Do you have from, Dave Letterman in your phone? I don't. I wish. Oh, <laughs> a dream. <laughs> I thought maybe when you graduate from Ball State, they just gave oh, yeah. you his you number. Still yeah, bread. just goes in the phone. Ah, hmm. uh, man. Congratulations. Here's Letterman's Here's number. Letterman's number. You've earned it. Uh, Probably he, Zach Masoner. Yeah. Probably so. He'd answer the phone. Give him a call if you yeah, want. Yeah, I would. I would. I would answer for sure. It would have been funny if he would have called your phone. <laughs> oh, man. Well, no, then it would have rang. Oh, oh, man. I, I'm sure you TV. didn't turn the And we're using off. it as a camera. If only yeah. I had the tact to think of that. But yeah. I mean, just different couches, that sort of thing. They probably wouldn't be too kind, too keen on me giving him a call. You know, a Monday at ten thirty at night. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think uh, any other questions? Because I think we we're going to turn over this opportunity Ooh. for you, yeah, dun, dun, to interview dun. us. Um, and you know, I we think we want that's you to stay fair. in character as much as you can. Sure, too. sure, sure, sure. So, like, let's just say you were uh, on the the news, and it okay. was a live shot. Yeah, and you are at Smokers Lounge. So, uh, go. Go. <laughs> well, I'd start off if I gathered you three gentlemen together and I had you on camera. I'd say, all right, fellas, easiest questions, always our first one. Butter you up a little bit. Have you do uh, first and last name, your title for me, how you spell it. Make sure our audio is working, that sort of thing. Start with you. Work my way down whenever you're ready. Uh, my name is Zach Masoner. Mm -hmm. I am uh, uh, 36 years old from Holland, Indiana. <laughs> And I'm on the Wondering Dutchman podcast. So, Wondering Dutchman podcast member. Yeah. yeah. How do you spell Masoner? M-O-E-S-N-E-R. Perfect. Mike Hunt. M-I-K-E-H-U-N-T. Oh, we were practicing the live scene thing. That's it. I, I, uh, I cut my feed, man. It's over. Yeah, I know. It's over. There you go, Casey. Uh, no, no, it really Casey, is. Uh, it's Casey <laughs> Lindemann. Uh, Lindemann. Uh, I'm on on air talent for a podcast called Wandering Dutchman. Perfect. Maybe you heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 36 years old. Uh, live at home with my wife and uh, three unemployed children. 
freeloaders, man. All right, after you know, what do you got? Uh, David Smoker. Ooh, throw your middle name in there because it's better. Or David A. Smoker. I don't ever Dave. give the whole middle no. name. Oh, come on. Yeah. You're no, 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 no. Out of all three of us, you're no, going to be said, the crazy hey, one there. Hey, we said we weren't going to talk anything about anything oh, that could sorry. potentially be incriminating. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, okay, well. What's incriminating? David Allen, <laughs> David Allen Smoker. I'll say it. There you anyway, go. Anyway, thirty-nine of uh, Huntingburg, Indiana. One quarter of the Wondering Dutchman podcast crew. Uh, happy to be here, Mitch. Arlo Donhauer, thirty-six year thirty. No, I'm thirty-five. You're thirty-five. Yeah. I am thirty-five. Feller for now. Ooh. Young pup. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I live in Ireland, and uh, yeah, just happy to be part of the Wandering Dutchman. Absolutely. And so you know. It, I need a little bit of information. What are we? What's the? What are we here for? Live shop. What was going on here? Uh, party well, I mean, at Smokers Lounge. We're, well, we're we're getting ready to record a podcast. Getting ready to record. Okay, perfect, perfect. So I yeah. grab you guys here. I'll I'll say I'll start with you, Zach. I know you. Uh, you mentioned you know you're a, kind of a part of this podcast here. Tell me kind of what's the deal with Wandering Dutchman? You know how'd you guys get started? Give me give me a rundown. <laughs> You know how many people have been listening to this show for 20 episodes going, what the what, hell what is this about? What is this guy talking about? No. So, so this is We've true never story. introduced ourselves one yeah, time Mitch, on the true show. True story. We have some people that are like, we, you know, we don't watch it. We don't know whose voice is who. Yeah. And it's like, we, now we know. We have yet to have like an actual intro of like who we are. You know what we do, where we're from. This is groundbreaking stuff here, though. Yeah, nice. dude. Like you, we literally just We push record, yeah. and we went. Abort. That's, that's kind of Abort. the way to go, though. It seems like you know. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me, what do you got? What do you got going on here? Yeah. Well, what's so all about? I think the way this kind of all shook out is that we started one night at my sh- my house in at t- on ten twenty five land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, solving the world's problems in my garage and we just decided to uh start a podcast and david is a music man big time music guy oh yeah he's yeah a he's a singer he's a Your singer by man. trade he's there's a little guitar picking okay but Pick all again. most of all of this in in its infancy most of the recording equipment and the sound stuff and the microphones and everything like that David already had. Perfect. So he was like, man, I got all this shit. We should just like do it. come over to the shop and into the lounge and, you know, drink beer and record it. And we've been doing it for 22 weeks now. So be it. Yeah. So, you know, going to you, Casey, uh, interesting way you guys spelled wandering. And the Dutchman thing, you guys aren't Dutch. You're all from this area. What's up with that, man? Well, here's the tagline if you're an avid listener of the show. Sure. We say uh, where none of us are Dutch, but we all live in Holland. So we actually, it's funny you mentioned that, we had a lady reach out and was like, are you guys really Dutch? And I had to explain that we aren't. She obviously never listened to the beginning of the show. Yeah, but she was intrigued. So it actually started, all this began and where Zach left off was that we wanted to be a motorcycle gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we only had one motorcycle. And there is a legit motorcycle gang. Smoke, what's their name? Do you remember? Because that was going to be the original name. Flying Dutchman, right? Uh, Yeah, I think it was Flying flying Dutchman. Dutchman. Yeah, it was something with the Flying Dutchman. And because there's only one motorcycle and now two and there's four members. (laughs) We were a three-man biker gang with only one bike. Yeah, it was a little tough. So the wandering part started because our first episode was like four hours long. Oh, God. And we literally wandered about everything. Sure. So that's why we went with the Wandering Dutchman. 
because it's kind of a play on where we're at and where we're from. Sure. And uh, then we the don't one. we don't wear wooden shoes or nothing. Like <laughs> yeah. we're not. No. Yeah, it's just a thing because we live sure. in Holland. Yeah. yeah. So right. that's kind of where it came from. Yeah. And because it's uh, where we uh, talk about what we all wonder about. So yeah. really, there's no topics that we won't touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, we avoid the you know politics, um, religion, religion. It's a good play and heavy you know real social issues yeah. like. We're not pontificating about like the reversal of Roe v. Wade. Like sure. that's something we're. What did you say? We're not pontificating. Wow. Because it's an escape, right? It's an escape yeah. for people. Yeah. We've been yeah. told by several people that either have been through a tough spot or yeah. are facing a little bit of adversity or life has kind of thrown them a curveball. Being able to just turn us on and listen to relatable nonsense from four dumbasses from four dumbasses it, it, it kind of helps people relate and disconnect of what sure. they got going on so i'd ask you then kind of following that up you know starting this off 22 weeks ago right a couple guys a couple guys being dudes in a garage now to where we are with this studio and the mics and everything we got a headset on back there all that sort of stuff studio is used very loosely sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the lounge uh I'd ask you, you know, you've people called you before, people tell you, you know, oh, this is great for us. It's a nice, really. I mean, what does that mean to you guys, being oh. the guys behind it? Uh, Smoke field this smoked. One. Tear it up, man. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> here we go. With the, I don't know. That's the easy one, man. That's a pop up. No. Um, so that's why you do it. Like you want people to listen and want to listen and come back and enjoy themselves and sure. To know that somebody's like genuinely had like a shit go of the day. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah. And the the light at the end of the tunnel was our ugly mugs just kicking back, having a good time. That's a relief. Yeah. Um, well, and we kind of when we got started, we said we're we're really not doing it for anybody else but us. Yeah. It's probably and, the way to go. And it because it it is a labor of love. Like Smoke and Arlo, they do. You know, Arlo had his jab about Mason and I just showing up and being the on-air talent. Yeah, and like we do, we do nothing but speak. Listen, into I love you guys. Yeah. By the way, yeah. but anyway, but those guys, I mean, they do a ton of work behind the scenes. Very stressful. Yeah, right. It can time be. crunch, but mm-hmm. we do it because we enjoy it. And you know, there's nothing like we've had a bunch of them. You know that, you know, uh, premature baby situations. Yeah, a couple of them. And it's like, hey, we were listening to you guys in the hospital and just made us laugh. Or, you know, we're in the hospital and it's so cool because like our wives are like, you guys are just sitting around drinking beer and, you know, you're just sharing (laughs) stories and shit. Sure. And uh, it's like, well, no, because such and such, you know, it means something to them and it means something to this person. And I feel like we've built a following so much now that it's like people, it's uh, it's almost like they uh, they expect it. And and they're waiting for it, yeah. and it's a thing now. And I think it's it's something that in the beginning, you know, we never, we never in a million years thought that it would be doing. We, I mean, what it's doing. Right. We never thought it would be going this far or, or getting this big and doing the things that we're doing. You know, like you know, having a freaking news anchor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though you're a small time kid, I mean, you still. Sure. You still are a very oh, shitty, a, a very dude. You know, <laughs> you know, I think he meant. He's I think he meant. No, 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 no,
getting shout outs from people that we never would, you know, there was in the beginning when we started our social media pages and, and things like that, my mom and Casey's dad and smoker's aunt and, you know, people from Marlo's family and this and that, you know, like we get the likes and the, sure. the followers and stuff like that, you know, but then it came to a point where there was people that we didn't know, yeah. you know, like, Hey, and we had, we have a group text. That's probably 50,000 messages deep by now. <laughs> it's gotta it be a never shit. Leads, reaches, reaches the line <laughs> it's a either. shit ton, Gonna but get it's subpoenaed. like definitely, yeah. definitely there has been several times where like, Anybody know this person? Anybody know this person? No clue. Oh, there there's a new one. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the thing that I think is cool. Yeah. Or people that come up to me that I have no idea who they are. Yay, Dutchman! You know, and I'm like, yep. Hey, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. I just, I think that's the neat part. Sure. And then you I'd know, ask, oh, go ahead. But I was going to say, take it away. The To, to piggyback off of him mm-hmm. and to kind of keep going with that question, the one piece, and it actually is relatable to you, Mitch, sure. is it's also about pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Like, we can also, like, this is kind of just a hobby for us, right? Sure. Yeah. But it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's also a lot of learning, right? Like, me and, me and Smoke, when we're editing, we're, we have a side text message where we're talking about how do I figure the multicam out? That's where doing, they curse us the most. Doing, yeah, for sure. doing all these things. That's where we so, get gutted. Yeah. Yes. At the same point, it's like, yeah, it's hard because you're, you're, you have kids, you have jobs, you right. have families, all of those things. But right. we're also like kind of pushing and it's kind of like, you know, you pushed yourself. Right. And right. that to me, that's the cool part is that you're not just vegging after work and you're not, like it, it's just a it's a labor of love. That's, that's the one thing I'd say. Something so. you hang your hat on a little bit. So I'd ask you, Arlo. You know, yeah. twenty two weeks now. You guys have talked for many many hours on all kinds of topics and all that. Compare those talks to what we're having right now. You guys actually taking a second to reflect on the couch. We got you've been behind behind the scenes the whole time. No, yeah. I haven't. I actually started oh. at about thir- was it thirteen fourteen. Uh, I think thir- yeah, thirteen or fourteen, right in there. Thirteen or fourteen. Right. So there I'm, you go. I'm about a. So you got even a smaller sample size. Then. I have a smaller sample size. Yeah, I, I see these guys grow every week, and you know it's it's interesting to see the conversations too because it's like, yeah, we got some momentum. Like this is fun, and for me, I love kind of pushing back on them on some of these things sure. to just like help us grow. Like let's take a risk and try this and and just push that little bit. So we have the the cooler giveaway that we by the time this airs will have been uh, given away. But it's like right. like let's just try some different stuff and see what kind of sticks and have fun with it. That's that's uh, one thing I enjoy the most though. I walked in here. You guys were filming a promo. Big yeah. time now. Big <laughs> yeah. dogs. Well, that's and cool. We uh, and I think to to take Arlo's point, we've got people in the community that are invested in us. Yep. And you know when this coming Friday's episode lands. We won't have this out before then. So, I mean, like, we we've got Hope Outdoor Power that just came on board. Mm-hmm. Big company. Right. Merkley's has been here from very long time. Velpin Disposal. Huge company. Yeah, I saw that. that Velpin Disposal, like, they've come on board to be, you know, a title sponsor where they're the top of the food chain. And, yeah. you know, and that doesn't discredit Matt Krieg. We were out here, what was that, New Year's Eve? Yeah. Yep. And he wrote a freaking trek. And yeah. he was like, here, I believe in you guys. And I yep. think... Like that's the cool thing. Catering we by got Meyer, catering by Meyer, and Jay Maxey, Jer- Jared and, Feltner, and then yeah, you know those Coach guys. Maxie. Yep. And it's and it's crazy because it's like you get like on the business aspect of it, you get a lot of these people that want to be on board, and you're like, well, we're going to be doing different stuff. Like you know, we want to have some sponsors for these interview shows, and sure. 
you know, we want to do some different things, but it's like, also, I think we're all loyal probably to a fault. Oh yeah. And it's like, you know what? Them guys have been with us. And as long as they want to keep renewing, like, you know, we'll figure out a way to work in these other people, yeah, but it's around. just, yeah. but it's like, I mean, but look at it. You're from this area. Mm-hmm. Name me, name me your top 10. Ex- okay. Top five, Woo! excluding <laughs> top five businesses in Dubois County, excluding your furniture factories. Excluding, I was about to just rattle off furniture factories yeah. uh, in Dubois County. Because I'm going to argue that we've got two out of the top five. Well, name your two for me first. And well, then Merkley's and yeah, Hope Outdoor Power. Was, yeah, I mean, those are my two I, big And ones. then I would, I would maybe look at... Um, Jasper Engines. Yeah, they're not a furniture. Yeah, I guess they're I was kind of They're not a furniture looking, factory. There you go. I mean, Loophole. if Jet wants to come on board... They're, they're, su- they're without... We don't want to give all of our secrets away, but there's some heavy hitters out there left sure. to get. You oh, know, yeah. but it's oh, like yeah. I think the sponsors that fish. we have, they they believe in us and we believe in them mm-hmm. because we have faith in what their product is. Right. And I think they have faith in what our product is. And I think that's something that I think we always we're kind of like really giddy when they reach out, you know, and it's yeah. like, Holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, can you believe what this just <laughs> yeah. happened? You know what I mean? You know? Never in a thousand years did I ever think that we would. I think in the beginning, when we, when David and I and Casey were talking about it, he's like, "Man, if we could get somebody to buy our beer every week, that'd be <laughs> pretty awesome. sweet." Pretty sweet. And I think it was maybe when we launched, we put out what when we when we first launched, we we had like four episodes in the tank to put out. I think, yeah. And it wasn't very much after that. Just eat my father-in-law, Jay Maxie, yep. with with with, uh, with Maxie's Barbershop, our mm-hmm. OG first original sponsor. He reached out to me and he's like, "Hey, you give me a little plug, a little shout out here and there." He said, "I'll, I'll buy you guys this beer." You know what I mean? <laughs> because 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 Jay, oh pop pop, he believes in us. <laughs> Symbiotic you know relationship, that man. That is, yeah. man. It is. So. Uh, so I mean, you know, kind of building off that for everyone to answer this. You know, starting off with Jay, working your way up now to where you guys are kind of starting to get towards your heavy heaters if you will the ones you guys said you were kind of like oh about before like obviously that'd be great but now we're here whoever wants to answer this i mean what are we thinking how are we feeling right now it's a monday night but here we are talking about success in 22 weeks we've not found success yet okay i will i will honestly say that we have not found the success that we can get to Mm -hmm. because we still until there gets to a point where there's nobody new for us to get to or reach or we get sponsors that say well we just don't want to deal with you anymore like i think this is kind of like being a lifelong learner i think this is a life long growing project yeah and it continues to evolve and it'll continue to change and like we've got a lot of big ambitions to where yeah you know we have a real studio someday and then a real studio, we have all the equipment to where yeah, we all right. just show up. Right. Yeah. And then we find somebody else that maybe we can bring in to help do some editing to mm-hmm. to help relieve these guys. Like, <clears throat> I don't think that we've found <clears throat> Mitch Carter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask him towards the end, oh, but okay. if he wanted to. But I, but you know what I mean. I think we're all like we all want to be like it's a very interesting balancing act because right. we want to stay hungry and grow, but we want to stay where. Quality. We're here in Smoker's Lounge, and it's the boys getting together. Sure. And we're going to give you a two-hour and 20-minute mental vacation. Yeah. And I, I, that's just what it is, but I don't think we've found success yet. Yeah. If we think we've found success yet, I don't know where it's at because 
Smoker said he wanted to be able to just be a full-time content creator. That was, me too. That was my next question. Me too. Is that, is that the ultimate goal is to full-time podcast, full-time That's my, content? I'll say it first. I want to have a food truck and be a full-time podcast. There you go. Everybody else? What do we think? I've Down the got line. a pretty good gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's locked in. I mean, I, is yeah. there a point, though, where you'd hang oh, it up? Where oh, you'd hang it up? It'd take a lot. It'd take a lot. It'd take a lot. Uh, We've had this conversation We've had, before. But, yeah. I, but, you know, like, I think on the flip side of this, if this is all that I would do, I, I think I would get bored with it because I love the challenges of work and I love the challenges of there. I'm not saying this isn't challenging. Sure. But this we'll is just let him start editing for a little bit. Challenge. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you bit. know what it'll be? Looks good, fellas. Yeah. Play. Click. Um, <laughs> but video. I mean, for me, but like you know, I like it took a lot of work to get a law degree. It mm-hmm. took a lot of work to get licensed. Like I love everything we're doing, but you'd have to, we'd have to be rolling in like a Pat McAfee Thunderdome sure. to where it is. Not that much. I mean, if we had an exact mock-up of. You know, smokers lounge somewhere, but right. I'd love to be all in. I'd probably be the last one out of this group to jump ship, but I would do everything I could to support this one and this one, and if whenever he was ready to go. Right there, you go. Same uh, same same story for you guys. Yeah, I think it'd be sweet. I don't know that we'd got to do an awful lot of growing, but <laughs> I don't know. We're pretty consistent still, and like. 14 countries even though it's less than one percent but those countries stay on there from week to week so somebody keeps tuning in yeah it's all about uh, that's cool what, what Indiana's chart are we only on six, what chart so we are we on somewhere spain. <laughs> we're spain. spain we were number 150 in spain there hey, for a couple weeks yeah. on a Habla comedy Espanol. interview that's huge wait so. hold on go ahead no oh. <laughs> I got critiqued on my ask my Spanish show. I'm, oh, I'm who critiqued you? Like, well, we, fellow listener, a wonder, uh, a wonder, <laughs> wonder who will uh, name, Spanish speaking wonder. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, in English by uh, English by uh, number one and uh, ESL English as a no, that's wrong. That's a Spanish teacher. Uh, there you go. In the area, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, some grief. I'll chime in. I would say you know I'm. I'm not in the the mindset of, you know, obviously quitting my job sure. or anything just yet, but I love having fun with it and I would love to see it grow to more than just a podcast, so to speak. Like there's there's a big part of me that would love to find someone with a Tesla that we could borrow just so I could put Lindemann in there. And just have him like, well, drive, okay. like mount Mitch, a couple, mount some GoPros Mitch, in there, oh, like, like pump the brakes. He's all out. He's all out. I'm gonna just throw this out there, Mitch. I might have went on a little bit of a rant, man, in regards to Woo. green energy and the inability of the technology today to have a complete power grid powered by green energy. And I took Smoke's topic. And I hijacked it because my father worked in the coal mines. This guy worked in the coal. Fifteen years, like, brother. You know, Mister Mine and Mister Peabody. Takes coal to charge an electric car, though. So, yeah. so, so there. See this there banter, is. and yes. it was now absolutely that is, golden. That is what I think will get our show out there. And when we started, what yeah. I wanted to have happen is that anymore, it's so. You're always walking on eggshells to have differing opinions with people that you respect. And I really, that whole BS in session he was talking about over there, I think it was on backwards hats. 
and we got in a heated debate on whether it was okay or not to wear backwards hats. Yeah. Did we and come to a decision at all? I think we said no. Well, we're out I'm on I'm fine with okay. backwards hats. No. Yeah. Situational. Still beefing. All right. Yeah. So, Situational. Yeah, like well, if you you're in a motorcycle, like friendly you can't. Banter, but when I went off and hijacked your topic about green energy, but we you still had came the back there. to the table. We had a we beer about, about it. it after party. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The world hey. needs more. Just settle down and don't take yourself so seriously. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Your opinion doesn't matter. Sure. Speaking of hijacking, <laughs> thank you guys. I was I was saying that would be great to put you in an electric car. Oh and yeah. Film it and just see if you. I don't know. Just see if you if you like it or not. You know. Listen, opinions I've, are like assholes. Everybody has them, and they all stink. <laughs> Right. Well, wouldn't it be everybody has one and it's nobody wants to hear them? Yeah. Well, that could be too. Yeah. I tell you what, and I imagine what you're into. You could probably find a Siamese twin out there that doesn't have an asshole. Oh, not Siamese twin. Why? Conjoined twins. That's Siamese dipshit. Is it? Did I just have one of those? No, Siamese is like you're like identical, identical. Conjoined twins means you're together. He's wrong. Yeah, we're getting off topic. Siamese twins are when you're. Attached somewhere. Attached. Yeah, it's attached. Liniment. Now that Confused. might be, that might not be a uh, proper thing to say anymore, though. That might not be probably not. Is it DC? DC? That's culture appropriation, right there. Yeah, guys, you and old uh, <laughs> heavy cholo over here, guys. <laughs> I just want to be the one to say, Mitch, I am super stoked that you made the trip. Oh, are you wrapping it up? This is his interview part. Well, I know, but I think we're, are we are you done? I am absolutely terrible at this. <laughs> what, I, what I would say is, like, uh, already I had plenty where I could write three packages off that. So we're going to make the news tomorrow? I mean, I cameras back in Evansville. Some of your raw clips will stuff, think about yeah. it. Yeah. I'd love to, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we, uh, which by the way, when we first started this, mm-hmm. Smoker. Like, this is how dumb we were when we first started. We would record, try to get done as soon as possible, and then Smoker would stay up. We'd leave. Like, oh, what a rough day. Smoker's like, yep, see you guys. And he would stay up, and he would edit so he could release it Friday morning. And then finally he was like, hey, guys, this is killing me. Is there any way we could get, like, two ahead? Makes it all like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that, like you don't have to worry about yeah. it. So but, literally that... It was mind blowing. Like we That's would record we got Thursday night, and then that we would record Thursday night, and it would release Friday morning. And he would stay up and edit like all night. That's brutal. Yeah, yeah. well, that wasn't the best quality. You're now. crazy. I think the first <laughs> episode didn't have audio, right? From it just had it from the iPhone. Like it wasn't recording. I want to think. No, it. What did we even use? We for the first no, episode? we had the we Gorn had pains. it, but the volume was off on that. Uh, like when mm. it came through. And like anybody that goes back and watches our first episode, like it's almost embarrassing oh, for us. They were looking God, at your shoulder. It's yeah. rough. <laughs> it was brutal. It was it rough. Was brutal. That's, you're growing pain. Hey, you got to start something. That's, that's, that's right. That's like right. episode one, the very first JRE, it was awful too. Oh, yeah. It was like him in his basement with a disco light spinning. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'd give you guys credit in the sense that we talked earlier about, I mean, whole, how many thousands of podcasts are started, how many tens of thousands are talked about by a couple dudes in the garage, and you guys did it. Yeah, here we are, you know. Nice. Take a little pride, a couple of backpacks, man. Thanks a lot. Man. Man. Thanks yeah. a lot. Get yourself well, some of hey, that. Yeah. Makes go ahead and jump into your big yeah, closing. Yeah, do your thing, man. All right, right. Go well, ahead, buddy. what I was saying earlier, I really appreciate you coming up here. Of course. 
this is definitely one of the more interesting interviews that we've done so far. Can't wait to see, you know, what the future holds for you, not only in the news game, but like maybe we'll get you some hobbies. Come up and kick it in the lounge sometimes. Come play golf with us. Yes, like play golf. I've golfed before. I'm not. I'm good at the. Who cares? That's all. We got clubs you can borrow. Don't worry about (laughs) that. Wait, wait. Are you good with an extended shaft? Oh, have you seen the short we posted today? No. Oh, Uh, just wait. You will. You will. But what I'm saying is, man, thanks for giving us the opportunity. Sure. Thanks for coming up to the lounge. It was good to listen to you talk about how this whole process works and i am super super proud of you know just knowing you from a kid because he was same age as uh my brother-in-law old grant max oh yes 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 and knowing all that and knowing these kids from where they were this little and seeing kind of you know where you've came and and where you're going and everything and i just want to say thanks a lot for coming casey what you got well i just um you know, I think it was exciting for us because we like this part of the show because we just kind of, I mean, the interview part, it's fun. I mean, like, it's really about having a conversation and, and we learn something and, um, you know, just love to hear kind of how it works with what you're doing. And uh, I'm a huge proponent of, you know, local success stories. I would say you're very successful early on in your career. Obviously, I'm sure there's more you want to do, but... Um, you're crushing it. I mean, I looked through a lot of your stuff that you did, and it's great. Uh, I remember when you did the Lexi story. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool that somebody at that magnitude and level is doing a story, you know, about Gene and Tracy and, and, and what happened with Lexi. And, and you had that connection. And everything there. And it did. And it, you're right. You know, it's something you can talk about. Right. Um, so it's cool. And we're glad that you could come up and you could record. And I honestly think that, you know, you'll have to come up for – a night of lounge uh, karaoke Ooh. when smoke turns the speakers on and lets oh, us go right. out. Because uh, that's the full <laughs> You can hear this image from space. But. Yeah, you could. Um, but it's been great having you up. I hope yep. you've enjoyed it just as much as we've enjoyed having you. And, um, you know, we'll be rooting for you. And Appreciate now that. that you're part of the uh, Wandering family, we'll, you know, anything and everything you do. And then next time you're on the live desk, we might have to do, or the news desk. Yeah. That's not during the day when we're at work. Yep. Um, we can't show. We will have to uh, let us know, and we might do we'll a just live do a watch, watch party. Yeah, we'll just Heck do a yeah. watch party. Oh, it's high pressure. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad you could come up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've uh, been real good meeting you. Glad you made it up here, and we've been talking about it here for a few weeks now, trying to figure out how to get everybody's schedules going. Um, I think it's real cool, the Ball State thing. I'm from Richmond, so that's my oh, neck yeah. of the woods anyway. Yeah. So, uh know quite a few people have done good from there so i don't know that i met too many people that haven't had success from there so i'm sure you'll have it as well uh but hey man thanks for coming in and sharing it with us and maybe we'll do it again one of these days when you make the next big thing there and we'll say hey remember when yeah remember you were super ruined still. or if your career tanks after this it's not our fault hey arlo <laughs> No, I, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, obviously, I love seeing a Huntingbird guy, um, you know, lean into what they're doing and just, just get after it. So it's cool to see. Um, excited for you. Obviously, young man, so you got got plenty of career ahead of you. So I'm sure you'll see your industry change over the next, you know, your next working life. So right. it's uh, exciting like to so. see. And uh, it's cool that you, you know, always remember where you're from and, and uh, 
What? The other yeah, lady, lady bug on his microphone. Oh, I blew on it. I go. <laughs> I was like, shit. Pop filter. <laughs> and then I was like, ah. Hey, hey, drink your beer, by the way. You just sorry. interrupted me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's but that's it. No, so I appreciate. Great, it. great to meet yeah. you. Man. Well, and you know, thank you guys for having me. I was texting him back and forth, and I know when you you first called me. It's like, okay, yeah, let's do it, you know? And I was getting nervous, like, well, I'll lose my job or whatever. And then <laughs> talked to my bosses, and they were like, yeah, man, as long as they're not going to, like, tease you, you're probably fine. I was right. like, great, they might, but I'm not telling them that. <laughs> uh, you know, but it was it was super cool to meet you guys, you know, and to kind of, not just myself, but you guys all from the same area, you know, doing your thing as well. I mean, like I said, pat yourselves in the back. It's cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. I work with cameras and stuff all day. This is a cool little setup, man. You guys are doing a good thing. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate well, thanks it. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, with that, uh, Mitch, thanks for coming up. This is In Depth with the Dutchman. Dutchman, Dutchman out. out.